This is hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Roosty Podcast, brought to you by Casper, Harry's, and Trunk Club. Got a returning sponsor and a new sponsor over there, and then another returning sponsor on the other end. We'll We're talk live more on about the, that later. on YouTube. We are we? live on YouTube. Forever. Normally, every Monday we do the podcast, and uh, it's available for premium members on our website, aristjeet.com. Every now and then, we'll do one that's open for everybody on YouTube. So yes. people who uh, uh, <laughs> who don't visit our site have an opportunity to see what they're missing by streaming live. It's a little more pressure than normal because normally when we fuck up, we're like, all right, we'll just cut that out. But it's now like, it's like everyone's watching. <laughs> yeah, like right like, up front. Oh, that was a shitty version we gave to paying members. Like, <laughs> Everybody else get the good one. It's value. That's value. It's like you get to see the outtakes on the fly. Anyway, I'm Gus. <laughs> I'm Gavin. I'm Barbara. I'm Bernie. And oh, I'm wait, Gus. Did I cut off your thing? You did. Go ahead. Barbara. And Gus. Go. Wait, what did you say before? I said I'm, ba- I'm and Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Just there. Let's tip this part for the course. Starting off good. I feel uh, like I've been here a while, but you were here last week, weren't you? Was here last week? Nah, you weren't. No, we weren't. Blaine was Go, here, bloody yeah. spoilering up his storm. Bernie and I were. Oh, spoiled. right. He, he did some Game of Thrones spoilers. Oh, right, 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 right. People, people was that really. Last week? That was last week. People really wanted to know. That became a, a hot topic of conversation. People were trying to ask what it was. They got bleeped out. If you censor anything with a bleep, people go ape. They really want to know. Wasn't what it, it was. that a was it Fibbage or some game that you guys bleep something out and. Everyone's like, oh, we gotta know. <laughs> yeah. And like, even at live events, people are like, Sometimes what do you guys just... bleep out? I'm not gonna tell you. Well, your brain fills in the worst stuff. It's like uh, when Jimmy Kimmel does that unnecessary censorship. Or have, have we ever talked about bubble porn on mm-hmm. here before? What's bubble porn? Patrick? No. no. Why, why do you go up, to him? Why don't you look up bubble porn and show us an image from it? I don't Hold know. Hold on one second. Are we gonna, allowed to show it? We're going to broadcast really bubble porn. Patrick, not, you're, at, you're at work. Google bubble porn. Bubble porn. <laughs> bubble porn is when. Ignore I, everything in the employee handbook. A photo of usually a woman who's scantily clad in a bathing suit or a bikini, um, or underwear, and you make bubbles around like Basically, the naked you, part of her skin. You cover the whole thing in a layer, like a, a layer that's blue. The entire image, like latex. Then, then you cut out circles, but you leave stuff behind the background that is clothing. But your brain fills in that the person is naked. You, you'll just have to okay, see it. Don't you? I think I, I so. Understand. It's totally not. Yeah. It's totally safe for work porn. So there's the image on the left, and there's the image on the right. It's kind of like oddly... It works! I feel like we're going to get taken down just showing that. Yeah, it's, it's oddly offensive, but there's nothing... The, the image on the left is... Who figured that out? Somebody, was, so, was, let me tell you what. It's a, it, it was a 14-year-old with Photoshop. Yeah. I'm going to say it's someone from oh, like one of those countries where porn isn't allowed. Yeah, so yeah like back in the day before like <laughs> when you had Photoshop but no internet. <laughs> I, it was a more it was a Mormon Utah. guy from what I understand. So yeah. do you think in no Ashley porn areas like Utah, people right? just give a guy a picture and then he fills it in with bubbles and gives it back? <laughs> That's like his specialty. Bubble yeah. porn is also known as Mormon porn. Okay. So it's a way to like have your brain think it's looking at pornography. It's but also it's not. like little targets. <laughs> it's like little bullseyes. You print it out. And you just right I don't know how you think male masturbation works, but you're not actually trying to hit the screen. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> oh, okay. you don't get points for that or I anything am. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, trying to, you're trying to hit the screen? Yeah. I get a new laptop. Um, hey, that, so Barbara, I, I've never looked for this, but maybe you have. Is there like, okay. is there any porn that is heterosexual porn, but it's filmed entirely from the female's perspective? Not that I've seen. So you watch, when you watch porn, you're watching sex from a male perspective. So it's all Sometimes. third person or male POV, but not female POV is what you're exactly saying. Exactly right. Yeah. Like well, you've like, ne- I, I would have never watched I've, that for more than probably five seconds but i would prefer looking at the girl <laughs> why because yeah. you don't want like a Good hairy call. like grunting dude yeah not really towering over i mean usually in porn females are 
a little more pleasing to look at. Then, and in general, in life, than the dudes. <laughs> yeah. No, but I find that interesting. So you're so the pornography that you watch is strictly from the male perspective. I, I yeah, I watch very uh, male centric porn. You, what does that mean? Go ahead. Like like porn that guys would watch. Oh really? I think so. Like you know, people like being offered jobs and things like that, and then it turns out it's not a job. It's exactly. That, yeah. that kind of thing. And then you know job. you only get seventy five percent of the way through. And, you know. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Something All right, like fair play. Okay, I was curious about that. So yeah, you want to hear about bubble porn? Mormon porn or bubble porn, also known as bubble collage in Japan, refers to Photoshop pictures of naked people, which are made by concealing their outfits by the bubbling technique. And you can look this up. It, it, I, we say it's safe for work, but that's a thin, razor thin line. Like if you loaded that up at work, that would be iffy. Quick, someone do bubble porn of me. Don't, don't even. Right now. <laughs> you your flannel nothing. shirt? Yeah. This <laughs> one gigantic this bubble. Be that. So. Not safe for work is a designation that's been around for a long time, right? Very, yeah, very subjective. And almost as long as not safe for work has been around, there's been the people who complain about why something was labeled not safe for work every single time right. that something is labeled not safe for work. Like it's a woman in her lingerie, and they'll say it'll be labeled not safe for work. And then one of the first comments will be, why is this not safe for work? She's in her underwear. So it's like, where the fuck do you work that you can look at pe- pictures of people in their underwear? The, the Sears time? Catalog Factory. <laughs> he works at Victoria's uh, Secret. Yeah. <laughs> we see this all the time. Um, when's the first time you remember hearing that designation, not safe for work? FARC. I, think and for, I, I remember it was abbreviated NSW, not NSFW. Yeah, I think that's the first time I also uh, encountered that designation as well was FARC. Probably back like in 2002? Two, no, maybe earlier than that. 2000? Is that still a website? Going, yeah. I think maybe going back to like the... Or, to foreshadow the conversation we'll probably have about Sony and the Let's Play trademark, I think Drew tried to f- trademark not really? safe for work at one point. I think he did, he tried to trademark the uh, NSFW version of it though. And mm. NSW, not the NSFW. I'm sure uh, New South Wales and Australia uh, had some issues with the, the <laughs> yeah. trademarking of NSW. The airport got mad. Yeah. Um, Drew is the guy who Drew Curtis, the guy who owns and runs Fark. Fark.com. Right. And we've got to mention one of the other things we want to talk about tonight, and uh, we'll definitely get to it, is uh, the fact that Laser Team is coming out really soon. Laser Team is coming out very soon. Hence, oh, yes. some of the props that are here on set with oh. us, like Barbara. I wish I looked that good when I was in oh, the I movie. You were that to that, me. that, that uh, mannequin's a little pecky. Yeah. Quite peckish. Oh. <laughs> it's got like little pointy pecks. Yeah. It, it's just like you, Gavin. A little torpedo. Before the podcast even started, uh, I think Bernie, you and I were talking. I turned over, looked at Barbara, and that's exactly what she was doing. She's just sitting there rubbing the crotch of that thing. What are you doing? It's right behind me. <laughs> it's the Allen one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that's not terrifying. Where was I? I was somewhere recently, and like uh, we were talking, they were asking about the movie, and I, I mentioned that I was uh, everybody who was in the movie, Gavin and Michael and Colton and Allen. And somehow somebody in the group knew who Alan was. We're like, oh, yeah. And then they were like, what? And then all of a sudden they're all looking at this girl's phone going, holy shit. (laughs) So we have five new females who now want to go see Laser Team because Alan's in it. I thought you were saying that that maybe they thought Alan Abdeen was in it. Oh, Alan Abdeen, no. Uh, No. Who's our director of uh, business development. Alan is in it, but very, very briefly. Did you you guys see our billboard? I did. I went and saw the uh, so the billboards for Laser Team and the outdoor advertising is starting to go up. And I went and saw the one in Austin. That's I didn't know up so far. Yeah, I didn't know that was there. We were. Uh, I was just driving down thirty five, and I was like, "Oh, holy shit!" <laughs> it's right I, downtown too, right? Yeah, it's, what like, it's right they, by Sixth Street. What do they do with those when they're done? I, that's a really good question. I don't know. Burn it. They don't do that thing where they just go over the top of them anymore, right? It's it's like a printed on deal, right? Like it's like a big thing they print out and then they just attach it and it's then they take it printing. down. Right. It's all screen printing so these days. So they take it down. They probably aren't careful when they take it down. They probably just cut it 
and then just put the, the next one up. Why? Should, would you want one? No, nah, we should just put it on the front of the building. We should definitely try to get the ones that are like hanging on the corner of the building in New York and then just hang them on the outside of stage five. We should absolutely do that. You're on my side, right? I'm on your side. Yeah. How you big and me. are those, though? They're fine. How big. would you transport that from New York City to Austin? You want to hear some crazy? If so, only there were transport companies that yeah. could deal with It rolls up, I'm sure, Barb. Stuff. I'm sure it's like a thing that just like, they just like, and they put it in one of the tubes. Yeah. And then they just should be Oops. the tube. But uh, Gavin <laughs> is on a billboard in Times Square right now. And earlier, was it this year or the previous year in 2015? 2014. I was in London. He was in Piccadilly Circus, right? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Which is like the London Times Square. Weren't you also at Times Square in New York? Oh, oh yeah. Bus. I was in the, in, the, un, in the subways. In the subways, okay. right. Okay. Close enough. <laughs> so that's really cool. It's really, it's really fun to see that stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. We, we, we've always joked in the past about getting billboards for various projects or, or doing you know, kinds of promotion like that. But just you know, never, we never had anything serious to promote. So it's really cool to see an actual uh, project that we've worked on for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's really not being a promoted. Joke. Yeah, that's not it's a like, joke. I knew these guys had big heads, but damn. Don't get me wrong. Hey, it's, hey, hey. it's funny. It's got a few jokes. It's got like three jokes in it. You should, you should definitely go see the movie. <laughs> there so, so how big yeah. is that? That is five stories tall. <laughs> there's four, there's four can... windows covered. We should wrap your house. That, that, that is probably bigger <laughs> than this building, right? What, the whole thing? Like in terms of height? What does that mean, Gavin, the whole thing? Are you talking about the... the Billboard or the building? I'm talking about the billboard. That's bigger than this. You mean taller? Yes. Taller. Yes, it's taller. <laughs> I, I, under, I understand your frustration, Gavin. This Just say my frustration. Why don't, you, why don't you try to figure out my frustration Like, what sometimes? do you mean? It's like, because it doesn't make it's sense. It's taller, but it's not bigger because we have depth. This is a three-dimensional building. Yeah, it's not a billbox. <laughs> look at that. Bring that up again, Patrick, please, so we can look at that. That is taller than this building. Yes, yes but it's not wider. Okay. It doesn't matter. It only has to that not means fit it's in not one bigger. direction. That means it's not bigger. So we get a smaller in the other direction. Fucking side I would say, to I would attach say it to the smaller building yeah. because the width is less. It's smaller than this Just building. It's to too big sideways. to fit on our building. You can so put like, it in sideways. You're gonna lay it down flat. So oh, like, and okay. that's crazy. Yes. Is, no. this, is a stick that goes to here bigger than your car? <laughs> if I want to put it in my car. I can still put it in in such a way. The orientation of stick doesn't matter. See, he's changing. He's changing his fucking I'm definition. I'm not changing anything. We're talking about ha- It's a real simple question that I was asking. You want to hang so a poster. So what's the stick bigger than the car? On the, you guys are changing it to <laughs> fucking sticks and cars. Sticks I and cars. You hang the, could you hang the poster on the side of the building? Or is it too big? That's not what you said. You, you said, said big in what way? Too big to fit on oh, the side well, of the building. I was just building. talking about wrapping your house. And then you're like, is it big? And I was like, well, it's not big enough for that. Just says, I why don't, don't know we why just I lay bother. it down? I don't know carpet. why I fucking bother. I'm with you, Gavin. I don't know why I bother. Yeah, high five right there. That was, that was a good. You know, high I learned. Five. I learned a really. I forgot why we don't do spoiler casts. I thought it was because nobody nobody watches them because, like, only a certain segment of the audience has seen the thing that we're gonna have a spoiler cast about. Which, by the way, I hate the name spoiler cast. Yeah, because it implies we're trying to spoil it when really what it is is we're just saying a lot of things. Discussion cast. Yeah, so just it's a full discussion is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not intentionally spoilerish or anything. And I'm not gonna spoil anything about. Anything right you now. You should call it in depth. Except for my feelings. That's not what I spoil. <laughs> but I learned that it's not. It, I, I had a, like a total recall of all my emotions about spoiler cast when I was reading comments about it. And it, I remember what it was. It wasn't because nobody watched it. It's because I don't like. I don't like when we have a spoiler cast and then people. I don't mind when people disagree with me and they tell me they have a different opinion. <laughs> I don't like when they have a discussion about the fact that they don't agree with my opinion. So. Bernie doesn't get, or you know, whoever doesn't get it, Gavin doesn't get it. 
What, what, what is it Gavin didn't understand about this, that he doesn't, like, like it? It's, you know, it's, it's like, you must be stupid is what it comes down to. And it's like all these people discussing the different ways that you're stupid. And I'm just like, I don't want to read that. I definitely don't want to read that. Is that really Baldi? What? Is that Baldi? He, he just said it bothered him. Yeah, but what not, like, why does it actually bother you? It bothers me because it's like, it's, I want to have a real discussion where people talk back and forth and say, this is why I like it or this is why I don't like it. And they're not engaging in that. They're just going, he's just, he's just an idiot. You know, and they're, like, they're like, he doesn't get it. That's the default answer is that like, if only he understood it, then he would like it. But it's, or, you know, or Gavin would like it or Gus would like it. You know, I forget who was on that podcast in particular. Except for Brandon, who was on the Doctor Who spoiler cast. And that never, he, man, <laughs> he never watched Doctor Who. He no, managed, he had. He, he had. Didn't know he, much about it. Apparently, he just didn't get it, though. <laughs> he really didn't get it. What was it? What, I didn't. What was the story then? What, what was he doing on that spoiler cast? No, he watched like, it. He knew Doctor Who. Just he had a contrary opinion. Oh well, he, everyone in the comments was saying that he had never seen the show before. So there you go. I think he just didn't understand it the way most people understand that show or interpret that. He show. did that brand. We're doing exactly I, what I just said. He did that brand thing where it, I think he was me. overconfident about it. That happens. Yeah. That's he also the other was thing. wearing a bow tie. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't, who wants to give an opinion on something, you know? I got ran off the patch because I told people that uh, physical media was going to go away and people were going to get digital media mostly. And people fucking blasted me to the ends of the earth about that. And I was like, I just thought it was, a, I just thought it was like an obvious trend that was taking place. So are they annoyed at you because they don't want that to happen and you're the messenger? No, they just or thought they I just was. Don't like you. No, I'm an idiot and I was short sighted. Now everybody uses digital media. I've been on the patch in like a year, and I just want to go back and I go, I was right. Fuck off. But it's just like I'm not. I don't like opinion stuff because it's just like <laughs> opinions on the internet are just a nightmare. They're just a fucking nightmare. I got opinions about you guys. That's about it. Oh. What are they? Yeah, they're, like good. You they're all good. Okay. They're all good opinions. You guys are okay. He told me. He told me I was his friend earlier. There was something. There's something though that. There's something I wanted to bring up with you. Something I don't like you for, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, I can take a guess. What was it? And it's something I don't like you for. Oh, what is it? Tell See, me. I like that squinty look he gave me. So I, I, I felt bad for a little while this weekend, because Bernie texted and said. He's texted a couple of people. Was like, hey, <laughs> going to brunch in 20 minutes. Yeah, you should yeah, come join. Call on that email. Huh? Or that message. Right. Yeah. And I, I couldn't go. I was in the middle of some horrible house bullshit. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, Bernie invited me to go. And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck him. He gave 20 minutes notice? No, no. It was super short notice. I, I recognize that. So you had a seat to fill or what? No. We just we were just curious if anybody wanted to go. We were on our but way to brunch. We were literally going to delay 20 minutes to go if anybody wanted to go. We were actually on our way to brunch. It, was, it felt like it was a trick. What? It felt, it felt like a trap. Well, nobody fell for it because everybody said no. You, you, and you. And what did she do? She did the worst thing of all, which is like, I can't go to brunch with you. I'm sitting down to brunch right now somewhere else. It's like, well, thank you for the invite, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Here how, it is. Dare, how dare you eat and not invite <laughs> right? Bernie along? Just go. I just, you should have said, I just can't make it. I don't know That's why. what I said. I actually so. did find a good brunch place, though, because the other brunch place that I used to go to closed down for some reason. I don't know why. What was it? I went to a restaurant in Austin. That pizza place that opened down south. It was like a pizza kitchen oh, yeah. kind of place. It was really good. And oh, it always took like an hour good? to get in there. St. something. St. Philip. Yeah, it sucks. Every Fuck off. What? What? It was terrible. Like Everyone was like, oh, it's the best brunch in Austin. I went there twice. It was crap twice. Well, maybe that's why they closed down. It was a pizza place that had brunch? Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's a pizza place that was made by the same guys who did Uchi. Right. I, I ate their pizza there. And it was not well, that you great. you missed out. You but missed I didn't out. understand they had brunch. It's a pizza place. I went for pizza. Nope. Yeah, nobody wants pizza for brunch. It's not a pizza brunch. Is this the place we went to during South by? Yes, okay. when Lydia and Vu were here. Yes. That one, we yeah. went there with uh, like Becca came. Yeah, when we went. 
who now works at the company. She announced that, so I guess we can say that, right? Yeah. Do we officially extend her a position? We did. She, accept, she accepted. She's going to bring that baby to work all the She's time. She's going to be a web content manager. That's correct. That's called. Uh, anyway, so that place closed down, so we tried to find a new place. The new place I found has – this is like the best brunch ever because Ashley gets her – it's her champagne, but it's – what's it called? The the mimosa, mimosa yeah. yeah. It's basically like a glass of champagne with like a dash of yeah, orange juice. Yeah, that's how you do it, right? Yeah, so that's she's happy she gets that. And then I found <laughs> out this place has uh, fried chicken on the Sunday brunch and brisket. That's not so, weird. It's totally awesome. Fried chicken, chicken and brisket? It's totally weird. That just sounds like a lunch buffet or it's, like a dinner buffet. That doesn't sound like brunch. The only well, problem is it's all buffet, which is kind of, I don't know how I feel about that. What the hell is brunch? Breakfast and lunch. But like, what together? time is brunch? It's just it's just food that they serve on Sunday. I'd That's say all it is. Anytime yeah. between uh, eleven and two p.m. Two isn't brunch. It is when two. you wake up at noon. No, two's brunch. Two's, two's lunch. brunch. But what? then it's brunch and brunch is breakfast and lunch together, so it goes across the whole thing. If you eat brunch, you're, not, you're not having breakfast at two. You're having lunch. What if you eat brunch at seven a.m.? Is that too early for brunch? Yeah, that's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's got to be between the two. So what's the cutoff for breakfast? Uh, I'd, I'd say you're having a damn late breakfast if it's like half twelve. Ha- is what is that? What does half twelve mean? 12 half 30? past twelve. Half past twelve. <laughs> twelve thirty. Okay. Or half until twelve. Or half until <laughs> not 12. six. Okay. That's so. Wait a minute. How can breakfast be late at twelve thirty? Like why isn't but there? But lunch is at two. Why isn't there? A, What's a lunch? the window for brunch? Like twenty minutes? No, there's, there's no such thing as. Like, what's, the, <laughs> what's lunch dinner? There's no such thing. Well, there you go. Lupper. But, but brunch does lunch exist. You have to acknowledge separate. that brunch as a concept does exist. It's a different kind of meal. It's not a re- You can't grab brunch. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, playing, <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate. I do not like brunch. Nah, it's annoying. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't, I'm not into it. What do you not it. like about brunch? It's, What's it, not you don't like? get, you're not being definitive about what you're eating. It's like, I can't decide if I want breakfast or if I want lunch. Get so I'm going to make up a bullshit meal and I'm going to be like a namby-pamby about what my meal. Everything that you eat with brunch is delicious. Like? You could have coffee and you could have alcohol. You could have eggs and you could awful. have a sandwich. Coffee and alcohol. I'm just saying you're you could a monster. Have, you could have anything. You anything just said goes you just brunch. said brunch was so delicious, and the example you gave was coffee and alcohol. Well, you Irish have coffee. coffee and a mimosa. Gross. Gross. Coffee have- for coffee. Have you ever done the thing where up. you get black coffee and you use Bailey's as the yes the creamer? Yeah. Delicious. It's awesome. I never even heard of that. I'm not a fan. Coffee I'm, and alcohol. I'm not a fan of coffee and alcohol. Well, it's bad for you, isn't it? Because like your heart beats faster, but then you're also dealing with thinned blood, yeah. and it's bad or something. What thins your blood? The alcohol. Alcohol thins out your blood. Yeah. No, aspirin does that. That's why well, you're that's not why, supposed like, to get like a tattoo you're when you're drunk. To get a tattoo when you're drunk. No, I just thought they didn't want to tattoo drunk people. It's just like an echo in here. <laughs> I don't blame them. No, it leaves like a runny tattoo or something. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can't do drunk. That's <laughs> because you have thin blood, you know. <laughs> you can't babysit drunk. <laughs> well, how do you come that whenever you turn down an offer for what brunch, you have to like give an excuse as to why you can't just be like, nah. Is it because you're too polite to be like, nah, I'm good. Well, I like people to know that I'm legitimately unable to attend. But what if you are able to attend and you just don't want to go? Then I'll go. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll go if, if you don't want to. Yeah. I go to everything. That's very Barbara. <laughs> That's a Canadian in her. No, Barbara goes to everything. I like, the, I like the idea of you like finishing up on a Friday night. So, oh, I've got so much to do this weekend. And then you get invited out and you're like, damn it. It, it All does right, happen. <laughs> That's the reaction. I'm just like, Ugh. okay, I'll go. Then don't go. Why do you feel obligated to go? Because people invite, like if someone invites gonna, me, I want to be nice and go. We I'm should be invite, total assholes yeah, about this. I'm going to invite you to everything all the time. Cool, you're gonna, I'll get to hang out with you. <laughs> I never see you anymore, so it'd be nice. 
Oh, fucking it's reverse like guilt trip. Yeah, so like it's a Canadian headlock. Here's the other thing I want the two of you to appreciate was that this was like a last minute thing that I was going to brunch, so I texted you guys. I also Which want, I appreciate the invite. I figured you would, and you were busy with and your what own was brunch. The trick? There was no trick. Oh. Here's the thing I did that was nice. I just messaged the two of you. And you, of course. But I didn't message your significant others. I can't message your significant other because he doesn't have text messages. You also messaging. wouldn't, even if you could. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, because <laughs> I wouldn't. But I didn't message Esther and I didn't message Meg because I thought that would put undue pressure on you for a brunch. Oh, I would have been there. You would. One of the two of you would have shown up if I have also messaged your significant others. I would have had to have got dressed. It would have been you. What? It would have been you. You would have gotten pressured. Yeah. yeah. Would you not? No, I would have been like, no, we're not going. But she would have wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we might have. What we might have gotten with Gus and Esther, we might have gotten Esther to come out. No, oh, that's true. No, without Gus, she doesn't like to drive. Yeah. What if, what if we could Uber her up? Huh? What if we picked her up? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna start inviting Esther only out. <laughs> you should do that. Like, we're gonna come by. We're gonna get <laughs> you. Be funny. Get in the car. Oh. You know what I should do? What? I should order something on Amazon Prime now. Because <laughs> I said I was gonna do that. Right. Oh, and, and I wasn't delivered? here last week, and everyone asked about that. Were Are you, you gonna get uh, burgers? Well, you'd look while you're doing that. Also, see if you can remember why you were mad at me. You said you were mad at me. You didn't even explain your house problem. I just tried to beat you to the punch. I've always got something I'm mad at. The house about. problem is because you couldn't get it's to brunch. A long and stupid story with many ins and outs. The short version, which isn't that entertaining, is I had to move my washer and dryer out uh, to get them ready for a repairman, and the washer and dryer are in a room that's literally barely big enough for them. How do they get in? I had to. St- I got. I jumped over them into the space, pulled them up on me, then like Spider-Man out, jumped over them, and then pushed them back in. That sounds awesome. How did you get your dryer duct connected? Oh, yeah. That was a thing. That took like three <laughs> hours to get done. My one house is always coming undone, and like that whole hot part of the house gets like a steam room. I'm so scared of that. That's like one of my big fears with my, with my house is the dryer, like something going wrong with that dryer vent, and then it just venting like super hot gas and starting a fire in my house. You have a gas dryer? No, but it's like the hot air that comes out uh. of the dryer that gets that gets fended. Gas dryer is not a weird thing, though. I, I, no, I know. I just never seen one. I have a connection for it. I, mine's electric, though. So. I made a big mistake with that, in that my washing uh, my my new house or my house that that I bought like last year, early last year. It's like I still my new house. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I overexplained that. I might you can cut that out later. <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the garage I needed to install an outlet for my car to plug into. And it's like a 220-volt uh, connector that I need for it. And the, the box where the uh, electricity comes in the house is way the fuck far out of the way. <laughs> and so I had to run a conduit all the way around the house and like cut through a thing. I didn't do it. Some guy did it. He was smart and, uh, <laughs> and capable. And then ran it around and then put the thing in. And it was like – it wasn't cheap. It was a, you know, an electrician worked for two days doing this right. thing. Two days? Yeah, and at the same time, I'm buying my washer and dryer. I could have just taken the dryer outlet and poked it through the wall and just <laughs> used that and gotten a gas dryer instead. Of, and I didn't realize it until later. Mm. Like, I was literally doing both at the same time. I was, the, I, I was the electrician didn't say anything. Of course, he's like, I'm smoke. fucking <laughs> idiot over here. <laughs> you give me two days worth of work. Outside the house and the whole thing. So what's the benefit of a gas dryer? Uh, use gas. I don't know. Some people like prefer gas. It's like cheaper. Isn't that just like uh, you're putting like fire next to your clothes? How does that work? <laughs> it just makes heat. What does that mean? It's heat. <laughs> it's just heat. How do you think it? Do you think it's? Do you think the electric dryer shocks your clothes <laughs> with lightning? <laughs> Is that the way that works? Yeah, but if you're actually burning gas, there's a flame. Yeah, that's not what makes flame heat. with electricity. <laughs> I would be more worried that why doesn't it make the clothes smell like gas? Because it's burning. It's a clean. It's a clean burn. Nah, it still stinks. <laughs> There's no such thing as a clean burn. Yeah, it's just oxygen. You do you guys see the gas? Dioxide. By the way, it's like thirty-one dollars a barrel. 
Yeah, let's go buy, let's go buy a barrel. We talked about this. You I want think, to go in on a barrel of oil? Like, what would it take for two dudes to buy much, a barrel of oil? How much does in. the barrel cost? Like, I bet the barrel's more expensive than the oil. What's the barrel made of? Steel. How, <laughs> how many <laughs> barrels of oil are, do you and I have to get before we get, like, an account guy at OPEC? Like, what do you think before they I, assign I don't think you deal with OPEC directly, right? Whatever. You, whoever. Sure. So, yeah, I'm going straight to the top. Let's just drive down to Houston money. and load but Is there not a limit on how much, what is it, oil or gas that you're talking about? Oil. Oil. How much oil do you West need Texas to- crude. Light sweet crude, right? Surely if you're storing above a certain amount of oil, they'll be like, you can't have that much oil. Who? Why not? Who's there? Who's tell me they can't store oil? The yeah. government? Stopping, I don't think so. <laughs> what's stopping you from buying trucks and trucks of gasoline and just like filling a pit under your house? I wish investing actually worked like this. Like you would have to buy the stuff and hold on to it. Like if you're investing in oil, I'd have to like have like eighty gallons, You'd have to clear eighty out your barrels shed. of oil in my garage until I'm ready to sell it. Then I sell it that way. And, and someone comes and picks up. It's like drive. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, you put on the Austin Craigslist, selling eighty barrels of of oil. Like if you buy enough Apple stock, there's like three dudes who come to work at your house, and you have to manage them. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be like hands-on investment. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy a barrel of oil. For off. I'm gonna you, get in the oil game. Where do you even go to do that? <laughs> I don't know. OPEC. Get in the oil game. <laughs> Let me go to OPEC.com. See if right Amazon now. Prime Now will deliver you a barrel of oil. <laughs> let me see. Here, let, let me read this. I bet if you buy one barrel at a time, though, it's more expensive. You're basically yeah. trying to create currency. Then rather in bulk? Then, like, buy the tanker, right? <laughs> so I think it would be more expensive to do it. Let me, let me read this thing. while you do that. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly on to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. Two technologies, latex and memory foam, come together for better nights and brighter days. It's a comfortable mattress that has just the right sink and bounce. You can buy it online. It's completely risk-free. Online's key. You know, I don't like talking to people. Um, Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that in all reality you spend a third of your life on. Casper offers free delivery and painless returns with a 100-day period so you don't have to lie down in the showroom because you don't want people looking at you when you lie down. Uh, I don't. Get a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king-size mattress. Compared to industry average, that's an outstanding price point and you can save an additional $50. So one of our audience members by going to casper.com slash roosterteeth. It's right there. Entering the promo code roosterteeth. That's casper.com slash roosterteeth. Promo code roosterteeth. Uh, terms and conditions apply, and you can check it out on their website. I've got one of these at my house. Love it. Great mattress. Absolutely awesome. Love sleeping on that bed. We're pretty good at predictions on we this are. podcast, predicting the future. When is paper currency gone? What year? I want to see if you're right. Paper currency? Yeah, like cash. Man, it'll take <clears throat> a while. It'll take a while. I'm going to say 2035. That's what I was going to say. I think you're being a little too optimistic. Am I? I think I am I too. would be surprised if it goes away by but 2050. Stuff like, goes I would be curve. surprised if it goes away in my lifetime. Yeah. Well, I mean, 2050. What about change? When, when will metal currency <laughs> well, go see, away? That's what I'm thinking about. Like, we can't even get rid of the penny in this we country. We can't do it. We but what do you need do a penny for? Exactly. You don't Canada need a got rid of the penny. penny. You're only proving his point, Gavin. Did, you guys don't have pennies, do you? No, it's... Yeah, Australia penny. doesn't have... I think Australia just got rid of the nickel, didn't they? Canada Did got rid of the penny, I think. Two years ago, we just gotta get rid of the penny. I think it's the done. U.S. would save something like it's too much four billion dollars if you didn't use pennies. It's not that much, is it? Yeah, it's that. like it's Who like some fact. That's some it. fact. Yeah, but I mean, you could find four billion dollars in couches and pennies, right? Like it offsets. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of billions, we're gonna go straight to OPEC with this four billion dollars, and we're see gonna see bu- the Powerball this week. Yeah, 
It's for like one point three three billion dollars. Buy a lot of oil. What was it? Seven hundred million? Like this last week, it and was nobody won. Nine hundred million. It was not. So they only made four hundred million dollars in ticket sales. Maybe eight hundred million. Nine hundred million. But now it's at one point three billion. I was at the convenience store last night, or the night before, sometime this weekend, and uh, it was it, no, it was last night because it was after the Powerball. Uh, thinking it went to one point three billion. And I asked the guy. Does he have a lot of machine here in the store? And he goes, yes. And I said, is Texas a Powerball state? The dude looked at me like I was an absolute idiot, that anybody would ask that question. He was like, of course we were a Powerball state. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Is it not is every it- state then? I think there's only four states that are not. Oh, really? There's yeah. that many that are in Powerball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, used to be that, that lotteries were state organizations, and then some of the smaller states started to combine their lotteries into big ones and then powerball became a thing which was multiple states so it's almost like we have a national lottery at this point then that's powerball i just don't fucking pay attention to it because it's like it's just not on my radar so does it just keep going up like when does it do they have a cap if someone wins no then it like stops. what if it got up to like a hundred billion could someone just buy apple we're well we're we're well past the point when someone could buy enough tickets right to buy all the tickets to get it if there was enough time. Oh, yeah. So you're saying they would break even. I think at this point, the fear becomes that multiple. the pool gets diluted with multiple winners, and then you don't make all the money That's always back. the risk in the lottery. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's going to happen. I saw- well, let me ask you a question. What's worse? You win the lottery, and you find out somebody else won. And you have to split your winnings? There's a, there's, a, there's a clear answer, which is worse. But that seems like a bad scenario. To me, the worst scenario that there is, and this happened in Austin, was where someone got, I think someone won a million dollars in Austin. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. But they won a million dollars because they got five out of the six numbers right. So they were literally like one number away from having $700 million. And there's probably about five or 6,000 other at all. people. I'd be like, look at this million dollars. Dude, I yeah, don't but know. You'd always You're be thinking, thinking about the other money. I, I, it would haunt no. you, I think. What, you, what if, are you going to buy that's, that's, that you couldn't with seven? With a million, million dollars. A lot of oil. A million, do- <laughs> a million dollars <laughs> would last you a very, very long time. But it's not like... It's not like $700 million. $700 million would turn you into a complete prick. Yeah. yeah that's right. Go for it. Looking that's why I'm it. in the lottery to begin with. What <laughs> am I doing it for? There was a guy in the town I grew up in years ago who did that. He hit five out of six numbers on the lotto uh, twice. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's, Some- that's got to be even more frustrating. <sighs> Somebody on Twitter asked me, they said, Bernie, if you won $1 billion in the lottery, what would you get for Rooster Teeth? And I was like, cars for everyone. Yeah. Tesla's for everyone. Two middle fingers and a cloud of dust. Would you come to work every day if you had a billion dollars, Gus? I would do my best to hide it and not let anyone know. I would do the same thing. And just continue to <laughs> continue my life. Matt's laughing at me off screen. I wouldn't let anybody know. I would continue to live my life exactly the same. Yeah, but be there'd like, be press coverage I've got of a it. billion dollars. Like, if people would find there out. There are some states where you can hide it. I know in Kansas you can. Uh, I don't know about Texas. I, I, I know mean, you can't. I would, I would make an out. LLC and have it claim the... Does that mean he's won $100 million? Patrick, have oh, you maybe. won $100 million? I would totally still come to us. Did you hear about this woman who won the lottery and then divorced her husband and didn't tell him about the winnings and then found out later? Yeah. And uh, They've been married for 25 was, and years. He, and he was able to get all of her winnings because it was like she didn't disclose the fact that she won. Yeah. Wait, wait, he got all the winnings? All the winnings. Because not it half. was illegal for her to like not disclose it after the wow. divorce. Didn't she go to jail too on top of it? I don't think so. <laughs> but she won That's like serious fraud. It was like three yeah. million dollars or one point three million. Like there's a three in there, but yeah, she didn't. But tell so you, when you win the lottery, you don't get it all at once, do you? That's you delusional. Get, you get like smaller payments. You can do you it two ways. Yeah, yeah, you can either get it all up front or you get it annualized over thirty years. 
There he is. If I won a billion dollars, I'd definitely do it that way. Oh, God, no. I would do Augustus. Really? Set. Once. I would have a billion dollars and I wouldn't tell anybody. And I would spend money like normal, except in very extraordinary circumstances. Like, example. I, like if I'm at a restaurant and the food is late, I would step away from the table, buy the restaurant, and then fire the waiter in front of everybody. That's the kind of thing I would do if I had a billion dollars. Like, what's that going to cost? That's like $20 million? That's nothing. You know what I would love to do? What I would love to do is I would write joke checks to all my friends like, here you go, Gavin. Here's a million dollars. Ha, ha, ha. I'd be like, if he cashes it, he would literally get a million dollars. And inside, I would laugh so hard knowing I just gave someone a million dollars that they can't fucking spend. (laughs) That's the best. That's the kind of shit I would do if I had a billion dollars. What would you do? With a billion dollars? With a billion dollars. Would you still work here? Yeah. Although I just leave like... (laughs) I just put hundreds like down my trouser legs, so when I walk, they would just like come out sometimes, <laughs> leave a little trail. Think of all the bets you would make with people. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I would do with it. Oh, oh I would actually. We could do a million dollars, but for real, I would just find <laughs> oh, like man. the ultimate million dollars, but an actual episode, and they would actually have to do the yeah. thing. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Someone would have, oh. to, get, someone would have to get like surgery or something for we some of the scenarios. We could probably crowdfund that. That should be our next crowdfunding thing. We should crowdfund a million dollars and do one real episode. In order to do an episode of million dollars, but though. First of all, we would all take anything. <laughs> we would all, the answer would be yes for anything in that episode. Million dollars, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> if we knew it was for real. What if we didn't tell the people on it that it was for real? Like, like at the end of it, it's like, okay, here's your million dollars <laughs> oh, God. in a briefcase. But we'd have, the problem is you can't just raise a million. You'd have to raise like six million for all the different scenarios and the different people playing. Or just yeah. do one like super one. Cool and even ten. You know, you'd, also, you'd also need money to implement sure. the, the theoretical conversation. Like if someone needed to have a glow-in-the-dark dick, you'd have to research and then have surgery to get a glow-in-the-dark dick. Or pay some guy to stick his finger up your butt every time you spend money. Right. Now that's Which, doable. I mean, some people might do for free, depending on who <laughs> took the million. You know, if you think about it... You would do it for free? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, Bernie? Ooh, somebody has a lottery ticket where every number they have is one number off. That, uh, yeah. That's Photoshop. It's got to be Photoshop. That's totally fake. pretty funny. But no, but I was you... thinking, if you think about it, the lottery is like the first thing we ever had that was like crowdfunding. It's like we're all just crowdfunding a project where one guy is trying to turn into a giant rich prick, basically, <laughs> and that's it. I thought that was tax. What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, I saw uh, a headline talking about the... Uh, the odds of winning the Powerball. And I, I guess they reformulated the, the Powerball early last year. So now the odds are something like 1 in 290 million in order to win. And someone was commenting. It was like one of those shower thoughts on Reddit. Someone said, in order for you to be born for your sperm to fertilize your mother's egg, you already hit 1 in 250 million odds. So like hitting the Powerball would be like doing that all over again. Mm. So it's like you've already won the Powerball once in your life just by being alive. Damn. It did defeat the theory, though, that somebody has to win it. Nobody has to win it. I, I, so it's one in 27 million? One in, one in 100, About 200, one in 290 million. So that's like a U.S. population. The U.S. Right. population is like 320? Right. Yeah, so I thought, you know what I read the other day? Not everyone does it, though. I read it when I was in Vegas. I was, I was in an Uber. and We were chatting with Cabby. We were talking about the growth of Las Vegas. I learned that San Antonio is now the seventh largest city in the nation. According to, if you just look up... There's all different ways to measure population right. in the city. All different ways. But if you just look up <clears throat> most populous cities in the U.S. or top cities by population in the U.S., San Antonio is number seven now. You know, where, where do you think Austin is? 
I think San, I think Austin's like eleven or twelve. You nailed it. Austin yeah. is the eleventh. We're almost the in the top ten for cities by population <clears throat> in the U.S. Wow, that's fucking crazy. But in terms of actual size, we're probably well, Austin has way a lot of people. I think there. Austin is more populous than Seattle or San Francisco and Boston. Wow. And you think of, and obviously some of those cities have things like San Francisco's seems a lot more populous because Oakland's right near it, and Oakland exactly is right. also a big city, and it has a bunch of other big cities. What are in one the and area. two? New York City, Where is this? Los Angeles. Yes, that is correct. And then Chicago's three, and Houston's four. Okay. And sometimes Chicago and Houston change places, right. but it's like all the other places around Austin, like Round Rock and all that other stuff. We just include that in Austin, yeah. whereas they don't, can't do that with the places like Boston or Washington D.C. Go ahead, Kevin. I was thinking about a billion, right? <laughs> okay, a, bi- a billion is a number that we throw around all the time, but it's too big to get your head around. Like I love the are, you, are you good at maths? Okay. Maths. How how long is two how long is a billion seconds? Oh god, a billion seconds would probably be something like We talked about this on the podcast yeah, before. How, 40 how? years? Uh, it's 2 weeks, a million seconds, a million is 2 weeks. And a billion seconds is 40 years. Fucking yeah, it's like it. it's 31 nailed years. It. Yeah, nailed you nailed it. it. Well, you were 9 years off, but sure you. Pretty know. good. <laughs> Going from a billion? It might be 38 years. So if you spend a dollar every second. <laughs> It would take you 31 years? Yeah. Oh, I'd be spending more than a dollar a second. I'm just saying. I could burn through that money. You think about it. I saw, I saw this. So this is by actual, by actual, by seconds. One million seconds is 11 and a half days. One billion seconds is 32 years. And a trillion seconds is 32,000 years. <laughs> 32,000. Powerball, And we have what, trillion. $13 trillion in debt? 14? What are we up to now? On the uh, U.S. debt? We're 32,000 years in debt. <laughs> <laughs> if we paid off a dollar a second, that's how long it would take to pay us off. What is the U.S. debt? Try to guess right now. I think you're right. I think it's $14 trillion. I think it might be higher. $16 trillion. So think about that. That's, you, you <laughs> We're think both a, so wrong. A billion's ridiculous. We're both, think about God, that. We're both so wrong. How much is it? We are currently at uh, $18.775 trillion. We were close. We were only $4 yeah. trillion off. I know, right? That's how far off we were. What was the... Uh, Remember when Clinton was president and they, they actually got into a surplus with uh, the budget and they had a plan in place to pay off the debt, the total national debt by, I think it was like 2011. Yeah. And then other presidents were like, nah, we don't need to oh, do so that. Oh, so it could have been done? Oh, yeah, it could have been done. They were on, they were on the path to they do just, it. Mm. I think uh, then like tax cuts were implemented and then it I'm sure there's many people who on Twitter will refute what I just said, but they did have a surplus at the time. Yes, so how much money is in the hands of the population of America? The U.S. Like how much actual printed like, currency is in circulation? No, no, no. Just how much does each person have like combined? If it, like your net worth? Or yeah. I got like 50 bucks. <laughs> what do you got, Bar? <laughs> yeah. So how, much, that, that's, how is that different than what I was saying? It's not. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you said no to mine, to my clarification. This is our standard reaction to other people in the podcast. I wonder how much is down the back of couches. In the four, four billion dollars. Four billion dollars. <laughs> in, in pennies. The debt is behind now, your couch. Because you've moved out of a house and you don't end up with like... Hundreds of dollars when you move out of a house. Yeah, because right? you take the couch. The money's all in there. No, but I'm saying you don't discover <laughs> stuff. I but mean, not in this couch. I think more like jars. Like people have jars of pennies around and stuff like that. Do you and do that? I, I have way less of those than I used to because I just, I would say probably, let me think about this. Carry the one. 90% of my transactions are probably credit card, mm. like, or some kind of card. A digital transaction. I think that's pretty average. Hey, I, got my, I, I tried out my new coin. They sent us coins. Oh, yeah. We, we should... complained about them. And my, I have coin, a list. my coin has worked everywhere that I have used it. My coin doesn't turn on. And I have used it in two places. Okay. <laughs> so, 100%. So, so uh, I, we should explain. 
the coin is that credit card that you can program all your different credit cards onto. And you if just, you're like, just ta- joining us, toggle between. We're on a public stream. People may not have known this. You can toggle between your different credit cards, and then it supposedly works as them, and uh, you can you can pay with it like it's that credit card. I had I you I pre-purchased one, pre-ordered one. It wasn't in the crowdfunding phase. It wasn't. I got it one. wasn't the crowdfunding, but it was like it looked a lot like it. Right. I got one probably a year ago. I don't even remember when we got the initial one. Yeah. And I was super disappointed. In it didn't work. I think at the time, the one I got from my pre-order, it worked maybe 10% of the time. I want to say mine worked over 50% of the time, but it was like low over 50, just enough to where there was no reason not to carry all my other cards anyway. So I guess they heard us complaining nonstop. I went as far as to call them criminals. (laughs) 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 A product that didn't work. I wind of that one. (laughs) Uh, And so they shipped us other coins. And I I said, if it doesn't work, that's even worse for you. Did you say that you would talk about it if it didn't work? Yeah, I said absolutely. Oh, God. Uh, and they, they did this a while ago, so I, I'd forgotten about it. I'm glad you brought it up. So I started keeping track of every time I tried to use it, the, the new one that they sent, and whether it worked or it didn't work. You have I, a battery case on your Plus? Yes. We could talk about that in a bit. Okay. I tried it five different times at five different places. It worked three times. It's three. terrible. One of the times, it just never read. One of the other times, notes. Uh, yeah, I did. One of the other times, <laughs> I tried to swipe it, and it said it was a chip card, and to insert it, I didn't. Do but it wasn't a chip card, so I couldn't. So it, it didn't work. My, I, I used it twice. It said the chip thing twice, and then it's off now, forever. Like it just not doesn't turn a way on. To charge it at all? I don't know. Does it have a battery? No, you're supposed to throw it away and oh. get another one. <laughs> there it is. So it I never worked. Once. It worked. 60% of the time for me this That's time, better than zero. which is six times better than the previous <laughs> the previous one they gave me. Still not good enough to it's make me feel real. confident. Right. I, would ne- product. I would never walk out with just that. Oh, God. Hey, but buddy. it w- at least worked a little bit. Did you ever get your vessel? <laughs> no. You mean your vessel <laughs> yeah. that I got you as a gift. You know that they've like just given up on it, and they now make a different thing mm-hmm. that just what? tells you... Well, I mean, just, it just hasn't come out. So well, they, that's they, they very different. Did the they give up on it? I don't no. know. But they basically they, they delayed it, so they made a new thing. Yeah, in the, in they the were quickly like, "Oh, we yeah, we made this other thing," and it just tells you when to drink. <laughs> it tells oh, you like, when to drink. Yeah, it's, if it's, people like, want to drink more water or something, it's like, a it cup like, with a stopwatch on it. Yeah, you basically like you drink it, and then it like fills a little bar. Welcome like, to the future. Guys. I'm going to invent something right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer time. <laughs> Hold on, it's time to drink. Look at this. <laughs> Look at that! It's beer o'clock. Crowdfund me. Where's my billion dollars? Hey, what should I buy from oh, Amazon Prime now to show on. to show this thing coming in? It's cutting kind of drink. It's cutting it close. I'm cutting hamburgers. Close. Get out of here! <laughs> hey, can somebody do me a favor? Can somebody grab my laptop bag? Buy a anybody? Buy a a, a Mophie or something. So I have. I that, sh- I, that's a great idea because I, I need a Mophie. I have that charger. You and need it. So I I did a thing where I hated my old phone. I complained about the iPhone six. They made the iPhone six S, and I thought. Again, was saying everything that was wrong with the 6, they fixed in the 6S. But I couldn't justify just spending the money to go out and get it. So I said, I'm going to break my phone eventually. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Everybody Oops. breaks their phone. Everybody breaks their phone. It happens. And I thought, I'll do it. So I finally, it finally happened about, it happened, I think it happened like on New Year's Eve. So I had to suffer all through New Year's Eve and New Year's Day with the bro- busted-ass Sharp F phone. How'd you anyway, so I went and got a new phone, but I went down. I went to the 6S, and I went from the plus size to this size. The fucking battery on this thing is a nightmare, dude. It just goes like, I have to charge it twice a day. That's why. <laughs> that's why I started carrying. I, I bought that Apple case. But you have the, the plus. Apple charger one. So this you is the six, the 6S. That six is ridiculous. That's, that's like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Just get the S, the plus or whatever. How much more yeah. is this? 
Mario. But I don't want the size. Mario. I don't want that big thing. Well, now it's big that way. It's big this way, but it's not big that way. Are we going <laughs> back to this kind of discussion again? There's more than one dimension. My bad. Oh, is it frustrating? Fine. It must be frustrating <laughs> if you had that conversation with Gavin. I'm on the right end. Thank I'm you on the right much. side this time. So this is the this is thank you, Mario. The uh, yeah, I can't use this phone. The, the battery dies all the time if I don't Damn have it. this this fucking case on it. Mine's totally fine. It's it's just it's it's garbage. Success. I like that they make you we should pay a hundred dollars for their fix. That's like it's no, like it's paying hundred dollars like, for a patch. Right. It's like they know it's a problem. They fucking make the goddamn case now. Yeah. That's that's what I thought. I thought the exact same thing when I saw the case. Like, so they know the battery's a problem. Is what they're saying. Right. right. They're literally saying we can't make the phone as small as we want to. So this they're is like, awesome. oh, it's, we didn't make it right. Oh, it's going to cost so much money to fix. We'll just make them pay for it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Or maybe we just use our phones too Apple. much. I got a message from AT&T because I have an unlimited plan. I got the weirdest message. I'll read it to you. Unlimited. <laughs> I didn't unlimited reply back not. to it. They throttle you, though. <laughs> yeah, Hold on. I got there, a message that, that says that. There was some news about that today, which I, I wonder if your text message is about this. Uh, go ahead. Okay. It, I'll, I'll, read <laughs> this. I'll read this while you look it for it. Uh, AT&T. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Harry's. Guys, it's a new year. It's time to improve on things, which is why we're excited to introduce you to Harry's. These guys make awesome razors. We've tried the leading brands, tried the shave clubs. They just don't stack up to Harry's, our new and improved shaving solution for 2016. What makes Harry's special? They have German-engineered five-blade cartridges, close, comfortable shave, no cuts or burns, quality guaranteed. Their prices are factory direct. They cut out the middleman and ship right to your door. Quality blades at half the price of a leading brand. Over 1 million guys have already made the switch and thousands more switch every day. Why pay 32 bucks for an 8-pack of blades when you get them for half the price at harrys.com? The Harry Starter Set's an amazing deal. For just 15 bucks, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Harry's doesn't like to discount because their prices are already really low. We've got a special offer for you guys, though. Harry's will give you $5 off your first order with promo code ROOSTER. Stop overpaying for a great shave and start the new year off right. Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter code ROOSTER at checkout. And actually, if you go to their website, you can see their factory in Germany. And they have, like, oh. these really cool big animated GIFs showing the machine, the machines working and, uh, and making razors. It's actually just fast. It's kind of less uh, – it's just cool and therapeutic to watch. Harry's so, is a great name for a razor company. Absolutely. It's a great product, too. So thank you to Harry's new sponsor for 2016 for sponsoring the podcast. Your tongue you can is be green. not Harry. Is it? Oh, my God. Oh. oh, let's look at this. <laughs> how did you, how did you only get it on some of your tongue? Though? Do you only use the middle of your tongue? How do you only use part of your tongue? Because you only lick with the center of your tongue. Yeah, you're underachieving. It's just like, <laughs> okay, I'll, it's I'll a, make the rest of my tongue. Should, for, so here's right. a message I got. I have an unlimited data plan with AT&T because I got it when I got the first iPhone. And then they tried to take it away, but they couldn't for some reason. So anybody who holds on to theirs has an unlimited data plan. What's your data plan? Uh, I do 20 gigs. You do 20 gigabytes? Yeah. Do you use 20 gigabytes? Well, it's a shared pool between me and my wife. Right. I okay. use 10. Okay. Well, that's, okay. This is going to sound less impressive because I think ours was like six or something like that. Or because Ashley has it just on her one phone. So it told me that, it told me that my data usage was exceeding, was reaching 22 gigabytes in a month. Mm-hmm. How the f- what did I do on my phone that I'm, I'm, I'm you pulling you tell leave us? it off Wi Fi for like a really long period of time? Oh, I never put you're, it on my phone. You're streaming Bluetooth porn to your car all the time, apparently. Just take it easy with that. You can look at the usage. Oh, can I? Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to get that serious. Pornhub. I don't want to get. I don't want to know about that stuff. So they uh, they that'd be a fun thing to sit down with somebody else and just go through your usage. The thing, then the other thing I do that you probably can't do with the unlimited plan is I tether a lot with my laptop when I, I'm when I can't I'm out. do that with unlimited. They right, with unlimited they don't let you tether. I, yeah. I do that when I'm out and about, and if I need to get internet on my laptop, I'll just tether 
it's it's the it's the thing that makes me want to do it. I'm, I once again, I'm not doing Amazon Prime now. Well, I don't know why. They can't. announced today that AT and T is going to bring back the unlimited data plan for people who subscribe to Directv or UVerse Television. Really? But they they haven't clarified whether or not that'll involve tethering. And of course, all these plans are always super complicated. Like it doesn't. I don't know if it would make sense to switch to that or not. They also throttle you like crazy. Right, and again, when do they do the throttling? I know I've heard that they do throttling at 22 gigs. Yeah, they're going to throttle me. They said they said they were going to lower your speeds. I I, I picture AT&T wrapping their fingers around your throat and just throttling you. Every time someone says throttle, I think of straddle. (laughs) So just like... This whole conversation replaced the word throttle with straddle, and it's way funnier. Uh, you can still Man, use yeah, unlimited data. Me. However, your speeds may be reduced at times in areas with network congestion. Wi-Fi will help you avoid these problems. Oh, they're trying to teach you to use Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's like their middle finger to you. Why did you never use Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi is faster. It's not. It is if you're at home on, on your connection. It's faster than the cellular connection. The, first of all, all the internet at this office sucks. Internet and, sucks oh, I, I don't mean here. Yeah, And the reception is terrible, too. It's just not. Yeah. Good. It's very bad. Terrible. I was somewhere just recently where it was really bad, too. Can you share your Mac's Wi Fi connection with your phone? No. You can, if your Mac is wired, you can create a Wi Fi network and connect your iPhone to that. Yeah, I don't want that. Why oh, you, you, know where, you know where I got terrible reception? <laughs> Gavin and I were there. Careful. We went to downtown LA. Downtown Los Angeles, California has awful reception. Just hmm. terrible. Probably because there's so many people in buildings and shit. Yeah, but it went down to like. 4G, 3G but it's, stuff. It's not like all those people showed up all of a sudden. Sure they did. They've had time to build a fucking yeah, tower no. or something. Yeah, Barb. Nah. Second largest city. What do I know? I always feel Nation like didn't get my phone's overnight. always faster in Austin than it is when I travel. Okay. Any city I go to, I feel like, oh, this would be faster in Austin. Uh, I don't know if it's just like a mental thing where I think my phone's faster or if I need data more quickly when I'm on the road. But anytime I'm out of Austin, I'm like, my phone sucks here. <laughs> phone's so shitty. I had one of the greatest fuck yous ever was we got called out of town because the reason why we went to L.A. was for uh, some promotional stuff that we're doing for Laser Team, which will be in theaters later this month. Uh, we were doing some promotional stuff. You know, the I said in the <coughs> vlog uh, when it first started that one of the huge benefits and one of the main driving factors for uh, doing the distribution agreement with uh, YouTube Red was that, you know, Google was putting out this huge, uh, you know, new platform and they were going to put a lot of marketing dollars behind it and put Laser Team all over the place. And now we're starting to see all that stuff. So it's really awesome. But while I was out there in L.A. visiting YouTube, I had forgotten that I had my installation date for Google Fiber finally at <laughs> oh, my house in Austin. That's awesome. And so they called me because they were like, hey, we're at your house to uh, install oh. Google Fiber. <laughs> and I go, I'm not there. I'm in L.A. We'll need to reschedule. And they go, you're not here? Did, but we were, did we were not on your calendar? I'm like – Oh, did I say I was going to be there at a time? And I just <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, Google. No, I'm not there. So it was like the greatest fuck you ever. It's like after three years of waiting for Google Fiber to show up in Austin, I was just like, no, nah, can't do it. <laughs> so they're going to come back at a later date and install it. And I'm pretty sure they're just going to install the jack and then not the service. I'm pretty sure that's the way that's going to work. What's the point of that? So, yeah. Everyone's lying. Like, we're in steps. the future. It's the future. It's 2016 and everyone's a liar. That's it. They're finding new ways to lie. Like, they installed Google Fiber. Like they just don't paid, have any data through it. You've paid for a cup. Uh, did I pay for that Vessel Cup? Yes, I think I did. <laughs> you don't have a cup. I paid for a cup two years ago that I haven't gotten yet. It's going to be a great and Welcome instead, to the they're future. They're going to try and sell you a crappier cup. Hey. Just get all the cups. I wonder if we're setting a record. Like, did the guy who signed up first for Vessel, is that the longest anyone's 
ever gone after paying for a cup and then getting a cup. Like, <laughs> like, like cavemen could get a cup right away. Right. Like, cavemen didn't have to wait two years for like, a cup. Like, was there ever a point in history, ever, until now, when they said, hey, I need to, I want to buy a cup from you. Make me a cup. And the guy's like, I'll make you a cup. Come back in like four years and I will have that cup. <laughs> Can you imagine Because like, that's meantime, what we're doing now. It's a different cup. This is, what we're doing, this is what we're doing right now. We've reached a point in technology yeah. where it's going to take you, you buy a cup and that? two years later you get it. On Amazon, you're selecting like two day delivery, you know, standard five day delivery or like six year delivery. Just no one would ever do that. <laughs> six, six years delivery. On Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wouldn't be there. Yeah, were we not on your calendar? Oh, man. this I love this guy so much. Did you hear about the guy who broke the record for, was it pole vaulting or high jumping? Something going up high. Oh, yeah. It was uh, pole vaulting, I think. It was pole vulting? I love, I fucking love this guy. Why? What do you do? So, I don't know how he figured it out, but uh, so he figured out, I guess, in practice that he could really demolish whatever the world record was at the time. He's like, oh, I can fucking do that. And so... What he did was, was there some kind of bonus for like, Nike, Nike? was paying a bounty. If you broke the world record, they'd give you money. They'd give you money. A they'd bounty. give you a bonus. Like well, the did. stipulations, like, can you mess with the stick? No, it's pole. It's it, standard pole vaulting. It's a sport, so it's like standardized. That to so be like, that I think it had to be like at a competition. But Gavin, yeah, guess what this guy so did? You couldn't use it like a telescopic stick no. that raised you up. This guy would break the record by like an inch, and they go, okay, let's raise it up to two inches. And he'd go, nah. And he'd leave for the day. He'd get his money. Then he'd come back and break it the next day for an, uh, the next competition by another inch. He broke his own record 14 times in two years. Did he get money each time? Yeah. <laughs> what? He totally beat That's the system. genius. I love that guy. Let me see if I can find this guy out. Let me see what his name is. It's like, don't do he'd the be, best you yeah, can. Be so Just annoyed. do barely better than someone else. Yeah, exactly. Do you think if he like, ever overdid it and accidentally did a really good one, he, he could be like, oh, uh, he'd <laughs> stick his arm out and like knock off the pole oh, no. and be like, <laughs> he'd intentionally fuck it up. Let me see here. Oh, man. This disappoints me. You're not holding hands with Alan Richardson. You're just not. That's I not what's happening right now. I think that I am. Are you really? What are you doing over I'm there? I'm just... Shush. That looks that flamingo is terribly placed. <laughs> it looks it really looks strangely phallic. It really does like look a very, sex very toy phallic. or something. <laughs> Let me see this guy. Yeah, Sir Sergey Bubka. Sounds like a made up name. name. Repeatedly and deliberately broke the world record pole vault record by the smallest possible height, so he could cash in on a Nike bonus with each new record. In a two year span, he broke his own world record fourteen. Did they say what the bonus is? Oh, uh, look it up. Is that? I guess that's him. I wonder if he has the so world good. record for breaking the most world records. <laughs> What's the is bonus? Is that a record for records? It's got to be. Like, who is the Guinness World Record holder for the most most world records? records? Oh, I, I guarantee that's got to exist. But not in the Guinness Book of Records. When, is it me or is like... Whoa! Every, is he every, made 100 grand each time. Wow. Fucking smart And dude. how many times he did? 14. 14. 14 1.4 million dollars. That's 14 billion dollars. <laughs> Every little kid. As much as $100,000 each time if some reports are to be believed. Why not? I want to believe it because it's so ridiculous. Every little kid goes through a phase where they're obsessed with like world records, right? Or was that just me? Yeah. No, they, I, yeah. I used to get the book every year. I, yeah. used to, I used to always get the book and I, I would always look for what I thought was the easiest world record because I wanted to beat the or you easiest make up world one. record. Right. And did you ever try one? God no, that would that would involve actually trying to do something. Yeah, touche. But I, it was always like, I felt like as a kid, it's always like, well, there's, there's a lot of stuff I can't do here. <laughs> like, I can't be the world's fattest man. It's true. It's like I, I can work to that, but it's not like as a kid, it's like, what can I, I do try. right now? I've got 15 minutes to go break a world record. How big is the world's fattest man right now? Like in 2016? Mm. Because I feel like it would be larger than it was like five years ago. 
people are just fatter these days. People are bigger. Did you see on the on the website they used to have next to every record it would be like, Can you beat this record? It's like a you know, sign up and try and beat it. But they never took it off from like stuff that is ridiculous, like biggest air disaster ever. Like <laughs> most deaths in a Jesus. terrorist attack. You'd be like, Can you beat nine eleven? And it said that on the website. There's like screenshots of it. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrible. That's awful. So do you think about that anymore? No. Yeah. No, I've I've settled in my comfortable rut. Of what? This. This is it. Well, what if you could break the record? No, your the... record, your, your rut of what, though? My daily routine. My daily, my, my rut of not breaking records. Okay. Do you think you'd hold the record for most miserable bastard ever? I, I, I would hope not. Because then I would hope people could be more miserable than this. See, this is, this is, what's, this is what I'm driving at, though. <laughs> is that, Gus, this was important to you as a kid. It was important to me as a kid, too. You're forgetting the fact that you have a Guinness Book of World Records record. They gave us a record, remember? It's, uh, My name's not on Blue, it. Right? Yeah, it was for Red vs. Blue, most successful web series. They gave, they gave us that. And I laughed at the time because I said, when I was a kid, I would try to make up stuff to win <laughs> a world record for, and then somebody else made up something. So we actually have a Guinness Book of World Records record. Do you ever like think about that ever? I, that you, no, you just blew my mind. Right, you. I was I was sitting here asking you about it, trying to jog your memory. Yeah. And you had like no, no recollection. No memory, of it. No what qualifies as most successful though? Shut up. It was money. We won a record. We won a record for making money. Oh wow. Yeah, they asked us at the time. They asked us like, they said. Uh, so reports said that you made this amount. Oh, uh, it's like super uh, low. Amount. And we said we said we don't we don't really talk about that. And they, they said, well, the report said you made this amount. And I said, well, I can definitely say we made that amount. You know. And they're like, okay. So then they put that, that's how much money we made in a year. So that number was reported for a really long time. Like, wow. our whole company made that amount. I wonder if that was really damaging to the company. I doubt it. Nobody's fucking. What year was that? Reading that. Was it, what's it? 2007? Oh, oh, I thought it was like 06. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. So that was, yeah. So we got, we, they made one up. Oh, and we, wow. we like, we have nothing to commemorate that. Like, they sent us we like have, a form. Yeah, to, we, have, we have like a plaque or something, don't yeah, we? You should have a certificate. I think they sent us a form like to do a it. We just did not do article? it. We should do that. No, I think we have we have it, don't we? Don't we have that? You know? We have the book where we're in it. We had that, so that's like the thing, you know. You Did we get a plaque? I don't think so. No, we had a form to get a plaque and we didn't do it. Oh, just you frame, the book. That. frame the form. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, did you did you know the Guinness book? The Guinness Book of World Records is actually associated with Guinness. The yeah, year? It's, it was subtle bar bits. I didn't know that. Oh, I just wow. thought it was a coincidence. What? Just some bloke called Guinness. Yeah. And, and his brother. Like, one of them made beer, the other one made world records. Like, you've lived in Austin for a long time. Did you ever make the... <laughs> did you ever make the connection? <laughs> Gus, living in Austin as long as you have, did you ever make the connection between Bob Bullock and Sandra Bullock? There's a connection? No. There's oh. not. But it does seem like there would be. It does, right? It seems like there would be some kind of connection. You're totally trying to catch me in a lie there. You're totally trying to catch me saying yes. <laughs> There's absolutely no connection. Bob Bullock is the name of our IMAX theater. Bob Bullock IMAX. Yeah. Oh, yes, Bob Bullock. Bob Bullock's State of Texas History Museum IMAX. Theater. Wow, it's not a mouthful Catch at all. It. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue. But uh, who's the guy who just... Who's the guy who died? <laughs> who's the guy that the business school is now? The business school is named after Jamal... What's his name? <laughs> it's like he keeps crashing. Matt, who's the, the guy... What's that? I'll tell you what. I'll not McCombs. Not <laughs> It's the other guy. Joe Jamal. So How Joe, did you know what he was talking about? Because he just died. He's just died. He's like a big like, uh, or did he just die or did something just come up? He just died. He just died. So he was like uh, a big booster at uh, UT and everything. And I didn't know this, but in the Austin subreddit, they were posting like lots of like depositions that he's given. And it's like old dudes like ready to throw down. 
like yelling, old Texas guys like yelling at each other about being a liar and stuff like that. Jesus. And it's great. He was a, he was an awesome liar or lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, it's a great thing to do is get on the air and insult a dead lawyer. That's a smart idea. But uh, there was one where it was like they were he was deposing this guy and he's like talking and like asking the guy questions and the lawyer said, lawyer said, uh, are you gonna? Are, you can't ask him that. And then. The guy asking the question goes, let me tell you something. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> like, and you can't see anybody because they're all off screen. But they're all just cussing at each other. And the guy getting deposed just kind of like starts scratching his head. And then you hear like furniture getting moved around. Oh, God. I love it. I love it. I just watched uh, uh, Making of a Murderer on Making Netflix. A murder. Making a Murder. Making a Murder? Is that you what watched murderer. the entire thing and didn't get the name right? It's like a close. I mean, they don't say it. Oh, I got okay. close. It's, I, in, it's in keeping with the theme of the show. Every, every <laughs> I gathered tweet, all the information I got something wrong. Every tweet I've seen from everyone is, I'm so mad right now watching this thing. And it makes me not want to watch it because I don't want to get mad. No, Let me tell you, that's what the tweets they write. Here's what the, they're actually saying when they write that tweet. Is that I just watched a 10-hour documentary about one side of a court case. And now I believe that side of the court case. That's all that that says. People lose well, their objectivity. That, that being said, okay, court case aside... The crux of the documentary is This the, is possible we could get in spoiler territory for this? Is uh, it possible? No. This is this okay. is this is like episode one stuff. We'll be careful. The agency doing the investigation should not have been doing the investigation. I totally agree with that. There was a conflict of interest which negates everything else after that. There the the the, the whole show People should walk away with that with a better understanding of what reasonable doubt in the American judicial Correct. system means. That's the main thing that should, people should come away with. People shouldn't come away with a guy is definitely innocent or a guy is definitely guilty. They shouldn't well, do that. because it's like an edited documentary. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. one side of it. Right. Somebody did a really cool thing where they, they came out of watching it with uh, a lot of those emotions. And everybody has the same emotions. Um, there, there's a particular somebody who's involved with the case who should not be giving information. This person is just not capable of giving information and watching people interrogate him yeah. is like, yeah. it's you, your jaw will clench. That's the most frustrating part. That's, of that's a frustrating part of it. But, um, you know, this guy, or I don't know if it was a guy or girl, but somebody wrote an article where they went over all the things in the case. They went and looked at the case, all the things that the documentary people did not present to uh, that they just kind of left out, which are... Of evidence against, against yeah. Avery. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of damning. There's some damning stuff, but again, <laughs> the agency that did the investigation should not have been handling that investigation. And you got to go into the thing if you're going to watch. You got to go in with that thing and, and just, just go in thinking about what your opinions of reasonable doubt and presumed innocent mean. And then how does that change over the course of you watching this thing? Didn't they get 300,000 signatures for a petition to release him from jail? Oh, then that's done. <laughs> is it a no, digital? I'm just saying, like, it's it's fascinating that 300,000 people are so convinced. Well, it, it makes me curious oh, as to how, like, how many people watch the show. There's a lot. I don't think of, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a show with big reach. Like, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think you'd spoil this thing. I don't think you'd spoil it. It's, it's just like, it, the thing is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and also when you talk about it, if you hear about it in any way, you kind of like, it's a court case where someone's in trouble for something and people are upset about it. What yeah. do you, you know, likewise, I watched the jinx right after it. Which is kind of like the polar opposite of that. Whoa! Oh, you finally watched the Jinx? What? What? I just you, finished it. You fi okay, man. That, Crazy. The Jinx is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. That dude is. That guy is. That, is he still alive? Yeah. All right. I mean, like, I'm, he's allegedly fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> that guy. Where is he right now? Yeah, uh, he's in jail. Okay. <laughs> oh, is he? I believe so. Yeah. I did the, did the, the, the Jinx the the series lead to him going to he jail? He got arrested the day after the finale aired. 
Yeah, I think that the Jinx pales a little bit in comparison to Making of really? a Murder. Really? I think so. I like the Jinx more. I saw, I saw Making of a Murder more. Though. But the, why they're, they're both way too fucking long, though. No, the Jinx, I think the Jinx, no, the Jinx so is great. The Jinx yeah. did something I hate. So I watch a lot of documentaries. I mean, I watch a ton of documentaries. You watch six-hour documentaries? Uh, all the time. Is yeah. everybody Ken Burns? And uh, one thing I hate about documentaries is when the documentarian puts themselves in it. I feel like I had that conversation just today. Yeah, when you're look, when you're watching a documentary, the documentary should be removed. It, it should not. They should not have a voice in it. So when the Jinx started, I got really upset with it because Jarecki was constantly in the fucking show. And then as the Jinx plays out, you realize, oh, there's a reason Jarecki. Yeah, he's like totally key. Put to himself it. in it, yeah. and then it pays off in the end. It's so weird that you say that because there's a shift at about the fifth episode. Where I felt all of a sudden the documentary crew was a major part of the of the thing. In fact, they were as much a part of it as the subject of the mm-hmm. documentary. And uh, I and I was talking about that because we have we're we're in the middle of producing some documentaries for Rooster Teeth uh, in the vein of like Let's Play Live and some other stuff we want to do. Um, and I, we were talking about the you know just the approach and the the uh, creative nature in which we're going to produce these documentaries. And I, I, drew, I brought that up as an example of like I didn't like that all of a sudden the documentary crew was all of a sudden part of the uh, mm-hmm. part of it. But I'll go back and watch well, it now. They kind of sprinkled themselves in early, um, and because in fact they talk about how Robert Durst reached reached out to them, and they talk about how they had made this movie, and I think it's episode one, yeah, might, maybe two, where they start introducing themselves into the documentary. I'm actually surprised with all the gun control stuff that Bowling for Columbine has not come back up as like a major documentary that everybody's watching. Now. I never saw that one. It's dude. It's a great documentary, and it's it gets colored a lot by people who haven't seen it, who just assume it's like this uh, documentary, which is just like get rid of all guns, and we had guns, so Columbine happened. It's not that at all. It's an analysis of like American culture and why, you know, why is America so violent essentially, right. and that guns are an aspect of the documentary. But uh, because there's like they touch on the NRA and all that other stuff, but it's like talks about other countries which have just as many guns or more than the U.S. and they don't have nearly as many. Spends a lot of time in Canada talking about that. Mm -hmm. Yep, talks about guns per capita and all that stuff. You know, heck, we knew a guy. Remember uh, a guy who did a dissertation on rooster teeth for yeah, yeah, and he was from Switzerland, and that's when we learned that everyone in Switzerland has to go through military training. Not like Israel, they have a mandatory service, Mm -hmm. but and when they're done, they have to keep a rifle in their house. They're required by law to have a gun. So everyone in Switzerland has a gun. Has and a gun. he had to go through enormous hoops to declare himself a pacifist and have the gun removed from his house. It was a multi-year process. It if took I him a correctly. long time to get it done. And he, he had to keep a rifle the so entire time. So you break the law if you just chuck the gun out? Yeah. yeah you he, have said, to have the gun. He, he said it wasn't like an assault rifle or what you typically picture as like an army gun. He said it was like this huge hunting rifle looking thing. Well, what's the purpose of that? What's the, what's the reasoning behind that? Self-defense or like country defense. It's a reaction to World War II, to, yeah, I believe is what he said. That wow. they just like, they got wrapped up in the middle of everything and they're just not going to let that happen again. And it's funny though, because Switzerland is like so give the everyone a gun. Like notoriously neutral country, you know, <clears throat> depending on who you ask. <laughs> so it's, but, I thought it was interesting that they, uh, it seems like a pacifist culture, but it's not. It's got a everyone. Everyone in the country has a gun. Yeah, I think they want to be ready to. And call he's trained in how to use it. Conscripts and draft everyone immediately. If, if you be. shoot someone, you shot someone. But is it the same law if you shoot someone? Like, say you s- taped a gun to a drone and had it kill a bunch of people. Was that you still doing it? If you're controlling the drone, yeah. Or if it's your drone, yeah, you're responsible for that. 
how they trace like fingerprints. Are stuff. you trying to figure something out? <laughs> so, <laughs> I like I like Gavin asked the difference. Like, are you responsible for it? And you said, Yeah, of course you are. And he goes, But how would they get the fingerprints? It's like, Can you get away with it, or are you responsible? <laughs> Those are two totally different questions. Yes, you could probably get away with it. You might be able to get away with like using a gun on a drone and shooting somebody. Most drones aren't hardy enough to carry a gun or something Dude, there like was that. a clip I showed Gavin of a dude who taped two Roman candles. He was to a drone with that thing. He, that, guy, that guy was shooting his friends with a Roman candle drone. It was fucking great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I want a drone now. Yeah. I never wanted one before. <laughs> They're fun. They were a lot of fun. But, so you didn't register your drone? No, I'm not going to register my drone. Isn't that illegal though? Second Amendment, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the right to bear drones? Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, the, the founding fathers wanted me to have a fucking autonomous uh, helicopter in the sky that can kill people. They wanted that. <laughs> They Shoot wanted Roman that. Government has it. I get one too. <laughs> Fuck them. Second Amendment, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think the first rap song about drones is going to come out? <laughs> I, I'd be shocked if one doesn't already exist. But, with, with spinners on? Yeah. I love, I love like rap and hip-hop culture as like a, a social indicator. Like my favorite thing, do you remember we had a conversation years ago about the declining dollar? And one of the oh, factors yeah. of it was that rap videos started to feature euros, where all the guys would have euros <laughs> instead of dollars. If like American rappers, that's how they were showing that they had more money than everybody else because their money wasn't euros. Because the euro it's has a five hundred. I fucking love it. I just about the, that. I just love. There was a video I'd never seen this video before. Uh, my wife told me about it maybe two or three weeks ago. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard it. R. Kelly has a song called Echo, and I guess he thought that maybe a lot of people didn't know what an echo was, so he made like an Amazon Echo. No, like. An actual echo, oh, Barbara. Like, like, hello, hello, hello. I, just, I figured, so, who would so think he, people don't he, know what that is? Shut up. He made a video <laughs> explaining to people what echo means and what an echo is. Who did this? R. Kelly. Have you never seen? I had never seen this but either. Is it like a metaphor for love or anything or banging? Right. It's a metaphor. It's like, I'm going to make her echo, like say his name over <laughs> and over. But people didn't know what, the, what an echo was. So he had, to, he had to make a little video explaining what echo means. That sounds like the greatest thing I've ever heard about. What if R. Kelly had like a science channel? <laughs> I would absolutely subscribe to that in a second. Yeah. Wow, it's, that's his fourth piss video this month. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> That's upsetting. How can you keep doing videos about that? He's a little obsessed. <laughs> so the uh, um, the, since we're talking about drones, we should probably talk about uh, the crazy update that happened in my car this week. Where now my car, you hit a button and it just will park itself in the garage, or it'll just come get you. Like we, we were walking, cut. we were walking down this way, and uh, his car just pulled out in front of us. Wow. So it works here in this parking lot. Yeah. Can you call it here right okay. now? It, no. <laughs> no. I, I should be clear. So Tesla does a great job of like, they stair-step the stuff out where they also updated the auto drive features of the car. And I did a Periscope yesterday where it showed, was showing people this. And I don't think anyone like, it seemed like 90% of the people who were watching were just like, even though we've talked about it, they're like, that is, it's really crazy when you see it in action. And um, the auto drive, when it first started, was really just kind of like super advanced cruise control. But it's slowly but surely gotten better and better and taking over more features. You tell they're like almost like training you without training you. Like they're only giving you some features and rolling out. And the summon feature right now, summon. it will only go in and out of a parking space. Mm. So if I pull up next to a parking space, it'll it'll pull into perpendicular space. It's always parallel parked. Um, but now it'll like back out of tone. Like now if it's in my garage and I summon it, it'll open the garage door, back out of the garage into the driveway, and then shut the garage door. And then I go Wait, out. Wait, the get car it. can open the door? Yeah, it opens the garage door. How? It's like a cat. It, it has, you just, you just yeah. program it. Cars a lot of that, cars have that. Cars have had that for a long time. Like yeah. you could program it into the car. 
to to do that. Oh, like into the right. Oh. You hit the button. Gotcha. But it's it's That's weird. So cool. It is. This is the first time that I've ever seen the car operating with nobody in it, and that is a surreal thing. The first time you see it, where the car is just like driving out, backing out. Soon you're gonna be able to send them off. Well, I guess. They wouldn't ever need to go out and get well, gas that's, on Well, that's, that's the thing Elon Musk said that I was really excited about. He sent a tweet about it saying that in two years, they hope to have the summon feature working regardless of boundaries. For example, you are in L.A. and the car is in New York. Well. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> the look on Gavin's face was great there. So well, it's drive? Right, because so- the, next, the next step that they want to do with it is where it'll hook itself up to the charger, which he seems to be really like obsessed. Like a Roomba. He seems really obsessed by that. Yeah. I, I could I could care less about that. This would that. be a Roomba. No, I mean, There's no can... part of my day that's too long for me to go click. Yeah, but imagine just getting out in front of your house. It opens the door, goes in, plugs in, and closes it's the door. It's pretty cool. Right. Or if your, cars, if your car's in a different city and you're just like, oh, shit, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to make my plane in two days. I'm going to have my car come get me and I'll drive home. And then you hit a button and your car just starts coming on the freeway, stops, charges itself, and just keeps coming. Right. Or like you know, you're flying to Austin, there's storms, so you get diverted to... Dallas. San Antonio yeah. or Dallas, like, yeah, I'll just call my car. And then a new flight opens up and your car's halfway between Austin and... Did he tell it to go back home? <laughs> He's told to go back home. Yeah. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> no. The car stops in the middle of freeway and goes in reverse. <laughs> I'm you super excited about this. Super excited. It's really wait. cool, man. And I it's would like, use it for Amazon. I mean, instead of the delivery, I'd just be like, go and pick that up. <laughs> go and get it. It's like, I think it's like the closest technology we have that's going to be a total game changer. Like something like smartphones or internet, where it's just like... You're going to recapture all of that time that you spent driving. What's wrong with you? Is it in my hands? I'm, no, I'm just imagining a car picking up food for you. It's like a little <laughs> arm go, that hands Going through the out. drive-thru with no one in it? Oh. It's like one of the things that, as a kid, I dreamed about that you would have in the future. Like, when I, as a kid, I, I couldn't imagine a smartphone. Like, that's a technology that I think is definitely futuristic that we have now, that we take for granted. But a car that could drive itself was always something you could wrap your head around, yeah. even at a young age. Like, that's going to happen in the future. Flying cars and cars that can drive they got themselves. A, they had a flying car at CES. What? <laughs> Did you see it? No. It's a drone. It's a, it's a, it's a four-prop. You guys didn't see this? It's a four-prop drone that's capable of carrying one person. And it's between two and three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not getting in that. I would, I would, fl- you right I would now. get you're a Philistine. I will not I would get, get in, in that, that a heartbeat. Here's the only problem with it, and this is what I would never do it. Okay. It lights on fire. It doesn't have one thing inside the cockpit that it needs. It doesn't have any controls. Cup holder. Oh, <laughs> which is a total deal breaker for me. I get. I don't want people to have controls in their p- drones, but I would want controls in my drone. It's really just like you tell it where you're going to go. It says get in, and it, you get in, and it takes you there. And you just are along for nope. the ride. That's yeah, way so, better than having controls. What? But people are dumb and distracted. They they nosedive them. Everyone else can't have controls. I want the controls. <laughs> I just I want the ability to take over. If so I what have if to. what if the GPS dies on your phone or whatever? It would it just hang you in the air until it ran out of batteries? What no, they, <laughs> I love this idea they had for a failsafe. The failsafe, Gavin, is that it would connect to a remote center somewhere else in the world, and then they would pilot your drone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. No way. I want to be able to take over the controls. I saw the dumbest stuff at CES. I saw... You sent me some dumb shit. I saw a Roomba for your grill. <laughs> oh, you sent us that. Yeah, that was funny. So it's, it's like, like small. It's, it's like a tiny Roomba, and you put this thing on your grill to stop it from driving off, and it just goes like... And it just like drives around like, while it's spinning because and cleaning your can't just like... Well, I gotta say... I was kind of excited about that. I hate cleaning my grill. I was like, that'd be oh pretty sweet God. if I could just stick that in my grill. But and... you gotta use so much force to clean your grill. You no, know? it was like... Bouncing all around. I'll, put, I'll send it to them. It's not going to do anything. And then I saw what looked like two fridges stacked on each other in terms of size. 
And it, oh, oh, there, there you go. That's the that's exactly that's the thing. Oh, that's wow. not doing shit. That <laughs> thing is not. That's not cleaning any grill. That looks horrible. It looks with, like it operates off of D batteries or something. It's like something you play <laughs> air hockey with. And then uh, there was this laundry folding machine called a Laundroid, and it was like really it's like tall. a name you would come up with. And apparently, it doesn't come out to like 2019. Yeah, or something. you you sent me this. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is an interesting idea. You put your clothes in it, it washes them, and then no, it doesn't even wash them. It just oh, folds. It them. folds them. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna look this up. I was like, I want to know how much does the fucking Laundroid cost. And they have a website. You can see all the information about it, how it's developed. Like, hoping to launch 2019. It's like, okay, so what you're looking at there at CS is bullshit. Yeah. There is, it doesn't work. There's like, there's like a magic trick. There's like a dude, like, curled up <laughs> like inside of dude. it, who's like reaching out and folding everything real fast. and <laughs> putting it out, making it look like it actually works. They even had like internal footage of the laundroid of what was happening. And it showed like the piece of clothing coming in and like two arms would pick it up. And then it would just pixelate so you couldn't see what was happening and then they'd show it just coming out folded. Oh, get out of here. Crap. It's that's like, 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 that's when the dude comes out. That's yeah. when the dude like pops out and folds everything. Do we have like Apple TV up today? Ancient Chinese secret. Really? I, huh? think they're, they're, I think they're Please tell me everyone else, so I'm not racist. Anybody else remembers that? I remember that. That Thank was, uh, it was for a cleaning product. It was, um, <laughs> the commercial was racist. It was, was it Tide? Calgon. Calgon. We need more Calgon. Yeah. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Yep, it was like <laughs> for washing machines. Patrick, you remember that, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the old people. Yep. Yes, me and yeah. Patrick. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, here's what I don't get. There was that commercial where they were washing clothes with Calgon, but then there was a lady who said, "Calgon, take me away," and she that's was in the bathtub. Bubble bath. So was it laundry soap that you would put in the bubble? Yeah, bath? of course. Why not? It's, it's all soap. the same, soap right? Soap. It all. It's all the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Soap's all the same. It's just different concentrations of soap. In a pinch, I could wash with Tide. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I could do it. You just rub it all over. It's really the same. It's yeah. just soap. I mean, it's like I wash my clothes with Tide. Why wouldn't I wash me with Tide? Right. It should do just as good. Oh, here we go. I got the thing up. You got a you got a video of this oh, thing. Is it a video? No, that's great. We... Oh, Patrick, I sent you an image for bubble porn. Yeah, hit play. Is it going? I press play. Wow, look oh. at it go. Oh, there it goes. There's no way that's clean the grill. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> no, Polishing the grill. It, 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 it makes up for weight with RPMs. <laughs> Nope. Not buying it. Yeah, I do. Not buying it. Pretty impressive. Um, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this one last thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Trunk Club. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Don't waste a second of the new year in a crowded mall. With Trunk Club, you can make 2016 your most stylish year yet. And the best part is you won't have to do any of the work yourself. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by finding the best clothes for you and your style. You look like a million bucks and will always have the perfect clothes for the season. At trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth, you answer simple questions about your style preferences and size and you're assigned an expert stylist your stylist will handpick clothes from the best premium brands just to prove what you like and send back what you don't like trunk club also offers locations in la chicago dallas dc new york city where you can meet one-on-one with your own personal stylist and just like that a trunk arrives on your doorstep filled with handpicked clothes that are perfect for you try them on keep what you like and easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk trunk club is not a subscription service you only pay for the clothes <coughs> you keep from your trunk no hidden charges just great clothes it's a brand new year full of possibility. With Trunk Club, you start the year off looking great and clothes picked just for you. Get started today and Trunk Club will style you for free, plus free shipping both ways. You only pay for the clothes you keep. To take advantage, go to trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth for a trunk filled with clothes that you'll love wearing. And the Trunk best Club. thing about Trunk Club is the more you... I'm, using, I'm totally using that before we go to Australia uh because i don't want to go shopping and i need to like it's a new year and i gotta get new clothes and everything the best part about trunk club is the more you use it the better it gets 
because they like learn from whatever you right. like. You because you you throw everything back in the trunk that you don't want, send it back to them, and you put on there. You tell them why. You tell them exactly why, and yeah. it like refines over time, and then it's. But at the same time, you still discover. New stuff that you wouldn't get. That's the thing I found most interesting about Trunk Club was they would send me stuff and I'd be like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to like this. And you put on like, oh, no, this is actually awesome. Yeah. So everything comes with uh, a list rate. and then, But, I mean, there's no charge unless you keep anything. Yeah. I discovered something I never even heard of before at Trunk Club uh, is uh, Japanese twill pants. You ever heard of that before? No. Nah, it's fine. I love them. What's the, twill? It's like, I don't know how to, it's almost like, it's almost like the way that is the weave is for it. That's ancient like Chinese secret? A little bit. It's everything's like a little bit stretchy, so you can buy just stuff, and it's like, it's like a good size, and everything feels like a good fit without getting it like altered or anything like that. Like I'm sure girls have stuff that's like super stretchy, you know, yeah. like yoga pants and whatnot. It's not quite that? the level of yoga Where'd pants, but anything? it's cool. It. It's like, but there's like normal slacks, like nice dress slacks. That, they give you a little bit of a little bit of a. So, someone tweeted us. Katie M. Castle says that uh, her mom says we're too young to know about Calgon. <laughs> what? No, we're not. What, no, what is Calgon? It was this uh, soap. That, uh, well, because it, it, it was it was Calgon fixes lime scale in washing machines. You know, no, like, it's like a soap slash bubble bath. Calgon Wikipedia. So they, it used to be in the late seventies and early eighties. They sold it like as it's a water additive. softener, a bath, and beauty product. There so it's every, all the above. Sodium. I wonder which came first. Hexametaphosphate. Calgon or Calgon. So I do want to mention a couple things about Laser Team. I feel like we Bring haven't talked enough about Laser Team. Um, so where you know where people can watch the movie, uh, there's a website called Tug that they can go to if uh, then they can find a screening close to them in their local town. And if they don't have one, they can they can set one up. And we should be clear: there's only one week left. Correct. That if people want to get tickets to make those Tug screenings possible or make them happen for the one in your area, that they need to buy their tickets within the next week. By the 18th, I believe. By the 18th. Okay. Date. Matt, the is that the correct date? The 18th? Yeah, if it hasn't met its threshold. If, if it has not met. The 18th. It's, After it meets its threshold, they'll keep selling. Yeah. So Matt is saying that, you know, the way Tug works is people say, oh, I want a screening in my town like Biloxi, Biloxi Mississippi. And they say, the theater says, okay, we need to sell 50 <coughs> tickets in order to make that screening possible. You have until one week from today to hit that threshold to make the screening happen. But after the screenings are confirmed, there's still tickets to be sold until they are sold out. So there's like three there's different no statuses. There's not confirmed, confirmed, and then they're sold out. And uh, people apparently get a discount to the Rooster Teeth store and special Laser Team merch if they attend a screening on the 27th. Or the 28th. So how do they get the merch, Matt? Or the 28th. Or the 28th. We, we email them the discount code. Email Discount code and the link. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. So we email it to them. Okay, I've seen cool. some people tweeting us photos of that stuff and sharing it. Do we yeah. email it's, when they buy the ticket or when they attend the screening? When it's confirmed. When the screening is confirmed, yeah, then we, uh, then we email them the link. Do so we the faster you get confirmed, you might be able to wear the shirt to and the And I believe they screen. go out in batches as well. So Correct. the second your screening is confirmed, you I've seen receive an email. But Twitter pictures of people saying that they got them. So yeah. that's a good thing. I have seen some, so I know that they're out there. And I believe the normal theatrical run starts on the 29th. Yeah, it's going to be about 40 to 50 big cities. I don't think we've talked about this too much, right? Like, Because we kind of did this a little bit backwards. Normally what happens is you announce the, the date that your movie is starting and that it'll be in theaters and go see it if it's in your area. And then if people want it in other areas, they, do, they use Tug and services like Tug to make screenings in their area because it's not running in their city. <laughs> we did it the other way. Where we did all the tug screenings first, and we haven't really been talking about our just our normal theatrical run, but Laser Team is just going to be in theaters and just run for a few weeks, you know, like any other movie. It's going to be out. And it's going to be about forty to fifty different cities, Matt. Yeah, yeah I think fifty. There you go. US, so, Canada, UK. U.S. Canada, U.S. Canada, UK. And UK. Matt is saying. Woo. Possibly Australia. Possibly, Possibly Australia. Australia. That's really cool. So I, I feel really great 
about J.J. Abrams and Star Wars, you know, taking over the domestic box office record for a couple of weeks. It's uh, it's gonna be great when Before we, 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 yeah. we, we demolish. Yeah, he had a good them. run. He had, he had a good run. run. Star Wars. So, uh, and if you want to find done. out about the theatrical run to see if uh, Laser Team is showing in your city, not all of the theater chains have started to put up advanced ticket sales, but AMC and Alamo in the U.S. have, and View V U E in the U.K. You familiar with View Theaters? Yeah, in the U.K. So you'll be able to go see this lovely gentleman here, Gavin Free, on the big screen. <laughs> you should go watch it in the U.K. Watch it in the U.K. and watch it in the U.S. I'm already, well... Gavin and I yeah. talked about flying to New York to go look at the billboard, but neither one of us wants to spend the money to fly away <laughs> Just to look at the billboard. Just to look at the billboard. And also there's one in Austin. And now there's one in Austin, so we're okay. Aren't there more billboards also like in L.A. and Dallas? Yeah. L.A., New York. Hey, Pat, you get that photo? Chicago. Let's try and find all the billboards. You know who else us. will be in Laser Team? He's the guy that Patrick's going to show you. On the screen here in a second. There we go, guys. That's me. That, that, <laughs> that's photo, not my body. That's not even his body. <laughs> <laughs> that is someone else's body. I wish my stomach was, <laughs> was that small. <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. I like they made it orange like the Tigger costume as yeah. well. I am they, in Laser Team. They made it thematically. And, and you are at that level of uh, dressed as well. Yes. Maybe even less. You we might have, not have to make Mormon porn. <laughs> one of the most confusing things in the world was having... Uh, I don't know if can I say this. I think I think you can. Yeah. I think it's it's in the trailer. I think. Yeah, was having a naked Playboy playmate in this eye, and then in the other eye was a naked Gus Sarola. Like the juxtaposition, my brain was like. Was it like one of those like crazy eyes where it just like melted together? Like the left brain's going, shut the eyes. Shut the, eyes. <laughs> the right brain's like, no, 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 we got this. And if you crossed your eyes, they became one weird person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it was, it was not good. No, it was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. I have a, a small part in the did, movie. Did Doreen tell you what they're trying to do in Fiji? No, what are they trying to do in Fiji? They're trying to get us to go to a screening while we're in Fiji on a vacation. Oh, because you guys, are, there's a bunch of you that are going there after RTX Australia. Yep, we're so, going on a on a little vacation, and Doreen's like, "Oh, let's see, if we get a screening there." If they, I'll tell you what, if they, like if they seven of us. confirm that if it was a late one, because because of the region, but if they confirm that screening in Hawaii, I, I would in Honolulu, I'd go to that. I'd go. I'd go to the Honolulu one because it's on the way back from Australia. If they can confirm that one in Honolulu, I'll go. Sure, why not? I'll do that. Right, I'll say it right. What now. time is it in Honolulu right now? Uh, I believe it is six hours later there, or earlier, earlier there, I should say. So it's like three p.m. Three p.m. Might be watching right now. Like they watch football at like seven in the morning there. Ugh, it's super. Frustrating. I already feel like the West Coast watches football way too early. I agree with you because <laughs> it starts at noon here, so it's like ten a.m. out there. When is uh, the next Spurs Palace game? I think it's when I'm in Australia. I think it's I think it's that weekend, the twenty third. And uh, but so I, I and I've, I've thought about this. I really want to watch it, but I think it comes on like at three in the morning. Like if you're a committed fan, you would watch it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'd have to be committed to root for Crystal Palace. Hey Patrick, any uh, chance you can pull up the uh, f- the one seater drone from CES? I want them to see that. You would so, totally, you would totally get in this thing. I want to see this. But sidebar about the Spurs. I didn't realize this until recently. You know the uh, local Austin team is the uh, Austin Spurs, and I never realized that. I think they're for what sport for football for soccer. I think really? th- there might be an affiliation between them because I'd never seen their logo before this past weekend. It looks like the Hotspurs, like the what is it, like the rooster or whatever, and it's like that yeah. blue outline. It's a cockerel. Oh, like oh, let me let me pu- let me pull up the Austin Spurs. With Spurs, right? So it, it, the Austin Spurs doesn't look nearly as uh, as fancy. <laughs> uh, the, the Austin Spurs, right next to the San Antonio Spurs. So uh, Austin Spurs images. I'm gonna pull it up here just to show you. By the way, did you find, anybody find it strange that the Martian was nominated? 
Oh, there's the four seater, the one seater drone. I can't want to say four seater. It's a one seater drone with four props. This looks like a little. Helicopter. Oh, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, I just no, pictured it's, like it's like a whole. Th- what the fuck does that mean? I he thought pictured- you were gonna be sitting on like my drone, like you're gonna be like a saddle on top. In my of head, it was drone. like it was four propellers and like a frame with legs, and you just sort of hang on it. No, it it's got a cab and all that. You're like a villain. The only problem with that design <laughs> that I noticed is that the props are like at knee level, which seems super <laughs> dangerous. To better me. than head level, though. Well, above your head, probably a little bit better. Yo, I mean, do you, do you ever hear those like horrible stories too about like people who wave from the door of a helicopter and chop their <laughs> yeah. fucking fingers off? It looks uh, like an upside down helicopter. It does. That drone. So when it lands upside down, it'll look regular. <laughs> they confirm the screen. Hello, I will go. Oh, so people are no, saying I will go. Never mind. I'm wrong. The Austin Spurs are a local club who support the Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, what does that okay. mean? They support. Them? They didn't play. They like get together and watch the watch the games. I'm gonna sign up. The fuck is that? The Austin Aztecs are the uh, uh, Austin soccer. soccer that sounds team. lame. That's what their whole organization is. They they play soccer, then go watch soccer. No, they just support. They just watch soccer. They don't even play. So they're not even a sports they go, club. They go to. So you literally got everything wrong except the name the of the place. They go to Mr. Tramps to watch Spurs <laughs> matches. So it's just people it's just that watch people. TV. <laughs> so oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of just people, I have uh, an annoyance. So what? there's a there's a subreddit for for Austin for Coming. the city of Austin, and. They are obsessed with making jokes about the fucking chilies at 45th and Lamar. Yes. And Which, by the way, I have eaten that several times. They will not let this die. What's funny about it? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing funny about it. Like what? It's like, oh, I'm from out... Someone will make a topic like, I'm they from out of town. They also don't find the joke funny, but they yeah. keep making it. I'm from out of town. What's a great local place <clears> I should try? Oh, for the Frosty Margs and Skillet Queso, go to Chili's at 45th and Lamar. Nobody thinks this is funny. Not even the people making the joke. They had funny. a meetup today. <laughs> they think it's really funny. At the fucking Chili's at 45th and Lamar. Yep. All the people who make the joke. All the people who make the joke are there. And I was like, <laughs> man, why? Like, like you said, even the people who see this and who make the joke don't like it. They're like, I know I'm going to get downvoted, but here we go. Like, why are you all still making the joke? Why are people, people at can't Chili's control themselves right online. now? They, cannot, they have no impulse control. Drinking Frosty Margs. Having hot skillet cakes. I had a craving after talking about it. For the some. lava oh. cakes too are a big deal. I I, I unsubscribe from the Austin subreddit. I was can I tell you, my kids love. They fucking love chilies. They love it. Well, kids love you chilies. can order your dessert on a screen. I, I, the thing that sucks about having kids is <laughs> <laughs> that they always want to eat at places where you can't get anything good, like, like I mean, healthy, like chain. yeah, good. yeah. It's like I mean, I mean, not that you can't get something good at chilies, but. You really can't. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like it's really hard to eat like decently when you have kids. They just want to eat like the most like garbage food. It's unbelievable. Do they still have the uh, awesome blossom, or they get rid of that? I didn't see it on there. They have the boneless buffalo wings, which is just chicken nuggets. <laughs> just chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just a funny way of saying chicken nuggets. Was the awesome blossom that like mutilated onion thing? Yeah, yeah. Those, those are good. That was the chilies. I thought it was like. Texas Roadhouse. No, Outback had the Bloomin' Onion. Outback, right. Which was uh, not to be confused. It was <laughs> exactly the really same like thing, onion but there. totally different. Don't you know, you've been to Australia. Didn't you eat the Bloomin' Onion while you were down there? Australians, I think, hate the Outback Steakhouse. I think they hate Outback Steakhouse, and I think they hate Fosters as well. Crocodile Dundee. They hate Fosters a lot. And the saying, put another shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. Because they don't call it shrimp, and they don't. I don't think they call it a Barbie. So, yeah, they do. They do, but they just don't call it shrimp. They call it prawn. Yep, that, I made a mess. Wow, and continue to do it. You um, gavved it. So we're going to be in Australia for our Tech's Australia here. Next week. Pretty soon. Uh, uh, not next week, the week after? Well, we're leaving for Australia next right. week. Right. So uh, we're really excited. It's sold out. So if you don't have tickets, you can't go. But uh, it's 
it's going to be fun for those of you who are going to be there. We're well, really excited for the first time we're doing RTX outside of outside of Austin. I was recording a vlog earlier and uh, was talking about that we're going to be doing an immersion there. Oh. Yeah, we're going to be shooting an episode of immersion there. We're going to be shooting some other stuff too, but I don't know if those people are okay with us talking about it yet. I don't want to steal their thunder, so people will be announcing some other shows we're going to be shooting at RTX Australia. Mm-hmm. So if people want to participate in those, there'll be an opportunity to do that. Yep, and the day before RTX Australia on the 22nd, that's where we're doing the Australian premiere at the event cinema there in Sydney. Of, of Laser Team, correct? Thank you. I didn't say that. You didn't specify. It, sure. it's, a, it's a really cool theater. they got a great bar. Uh, I made sure to check it out while I was down Good. there location scouting. I also appreciate you, Bernie. Uh, when you asked me about immersion filming, you're like, how much time do you need to get ready for the premiere? I'm like, thanks, bro. Oh, yeah. She was like, I need an hour. Because I knew, like, Megan Ashley would, like, need, like, what, six hours, basically, to get they're ready? They're getting ready right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, on their, they're on their way to getting ready. So I was making sure that Barbara would have enough time to shoot and do it. And she's like, I need an hour. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Barbara yeah. doesn't shower, so. It's true. That works out, that works out in her <laughs> she favor. She comes in with wavy green I wait for it to rain. But, um, hold on one second. Matt is saying if you're, uh, okay. Um, Matt's going to give us more information about la- laser tag. That was my little Laser groan. tag? Laser team. Laser team. <laughs> laser tag. <laughs> It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Hey, there's something else I want to talk about for immersion, though, because I know we're like in wrap up mode here. Uh, but there was a one time I made a comment on the Racist? podcast about um, an episode of immersion that we shot that didn't work, and it was a bad episode. Like it just it was a failure of an episode. The test failed, and I know that sometimes when you do these tests, they fail, and you can find out that guess what? You can't do these things in the real world. But we decided not to air it. The problem with that is I said that, so now every time an episode of Immersion comes out, people are questioning why I think this is the bad episode. Like, it's been going on for like two or three episodes now. You've even clarified this already on the podcast. Oh, have I really? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the episode has not come out, so I'm just going to go out and say that's the Skyrim episode, that we tried something from Skyrim, and I'll let you guys figure it out. I don't want to spoil it, but Brandon is trying to figure out a way to edit it in such a way that we could put it out, but I'm just not sold on it yet. So, and if it does come out, we'll say that it's the one. Like, you'll know. Just, when just you so people it. know from now on, that's... Th- that's the Skyrim episode is the also, one that we have were, not shown. People were asking if it was the Metal Gear Solid one that we just put out. They asked it like, on everyone now. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah, they were like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like, I know, what right? are you saying? Yeah. They try to like make us feel better. Like, oh, this, I thought this episode was okay. <laughs> the way they talk about it is like, this one was like, a, you know, average. I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. But the, they, Metal, uh, the Metal Gear one was fun. That was a really cool The Metal experiment. Gear phone was like, fun. Like, it worked. Barbara was relentless with, relentless with that paintball gun, man. She was just lighting them up. God, you shot Carrie so many times. I shot everyone a lot of times, including the people we're going to have on a sponsor episode. Oh, that hasn't aired yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Like, it was it was definitely one of those moments where we're there filming, and it's like, wow, this is my job. Like, yeah. I, like this is this is crazy. It's like something you would do as a kid, like to play for fun, like imagining with your friends and pretending. And it was cool to actually have it built and have it look really awesome. We end up making games that are just so much more fun than real games like it's more fun than laser tag right because it's just like custom to us it was crazy though like that stealth thing i would turn around and there'd be a box there and i was like i did seriously did not hear or see that there was so- turn around and be gone there were some times where i lost track of the people like of carrie or miles yeah like i would be like okay i could have sworn that was them but that box hasn't moved and someone else is saying 
hey, you know, what is that? Yeah, yeah like, oh. Bernie and I were watching from a window and he was staring at the wrong box. I'm just, like, I'm just upset because right now Twitter is going, they're putting out a Skyrim version. It's like, I don't, <laughs> we, I don't know how we can't communicate anything. It's literally impossible to communicate anything. And people are super excited about the Skyrim version we're about to put out. And I'm just like, I don't, people I don't are know what to do. People are going to take that sound clip. I just like, it's like we're at the communication age and there's like no communication at all. It's just impossible to do it. All right, let's read some more stuff from Twitter. You guys want to take some quick questions from Twitter? Send us your it. questions at RT Podcast. Hashtag, Hashtag RT, Podcast. RT Podcast. Can you really not throw cabbage in a bucket in real life? <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one. Thank you, uh, Murphy. What is it, messing Vagel. with the preacher? What'd you call it? That was a different pissing one. Off. That was pissing off the preacher. Pissing off the preacher. That and the trick shot was the bucket. Oh, that's my right. My favorite video you guys have ever put out. Pissing off the preacher. I think and that so was too. A, that was the total weird one because we just didn't have anything that week, so I quickly had to come up with so, something, but that was so it. So great. Do it doesn't. Still it's do things to do. Yeah. The editing of that one was really great. Thanks. Band-Aids, what does that mean? So what's, the, what's the Korean show Running Man? Damien or Damien, the guy on Twitter, wants us to make an American version of the Korean show Running Man. What is that, Gus? I've not heard of it. You're married to a Korean person. You should know uh, that. I am. I, I, have, I have not seen that movie or heard of that movie. Oh, though. people want to know what I was going to say about The Martian. Bobby Boland on Twitter asked that. Oh, that it was a comedy. Yeah, they, they, it got nominated as a comedy. It I loved as a musical or comedy. There were six jokes, right? Listen, it was definitely a. There were lighthearted moments in it. I would not classify The Martian as a comedy. Do you no. think so? I, I believe the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press suggests it, and the movie studio studio has to agree. Do you think that they agreed so they didn't have to go up against like heavier dramas, like I The don't Revenant? Know. Yeah, or what one? Yeah, Revenant one. Mm-hmm. You know, there was almost we almost named uh, one of the seasons of Red vs. Blue Revenant. Um, Doing all the RE names. Yeah, I think it was uh, Revelation season eight. Mm-hmm. I think we were name it. One one of the names we came up with was, was Revenant. It means a ghost that you can't get rid of, and that's why Trocadero named their album from that season the G- Ghost That Linger. Right. Was because that's a playoff of Revenant, and then we changed it, and Nico was like, "Well, I already made the fucking series <laughs> and everything, so we changed it kind of at the last minute." Also, the, the name of that crappy Covenant vehicle in Halo. Yeah, they did name a vehicle because all the. Uh, Covenant vehicles are named after spirits. Yeah, like Wraith, Banshee, yep. Ghost. And Revenant was one of them. And that came out after that, and we were like, oh, cool. But then we were Spectre. also glad we didn't do it at that point in time. Yeah. We don't like when there's coincidences between uh, Halo and RVB. That, they would freak us out when coincidences there've would been, happen. There have been a few. There's been a few. Like Broken Helmets. The Broken Helmet one was probably one of the worst ones. When yeah, but- they put out Reach, and we put out RVB 8. It's just, that's a long time ago at this point, but it was a broken helmet image that was central to both the marketing campaigns. We were like, fuck. Yeah, and it was to- totally independent. I had no idea. No idea. Yeah. My internet stopped working on my iPad, so I can't look at Twitter right now. Any people, are telling us to, people are just telling us to get off iPhones. Is there any laser team questions? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions about screenings. Will you tweet my screening? Will you tweet my screening? And what I do is I typically look at a screening. Uh, I want to make sure somebody has a link to the screening, the city that it's in, and then I check the link and make sure it's like within about 20 seats of getting filled, yeah. and then I'll retweet that. Because if I retweet something, it's got like, there's four seats sold and 60 seats needed. It just doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to tweet that one right Do now. we know the most remote screening in the U.S.? In What's the that? Year? Well, what do you think the most Honolulu, remote place right? is? You mean remote from? Yeah, just like middle of nowhere town. It's got to oh. be. It's got to be like... Somewhere in Alaska, right? Well, there's some in North Dakota where the population is sparser. Why don't we look on Tug and see see if there's something in there? I'm just really excited you for any- 
everybody who's going to go to a screening in their city who's never met anyone from the community before. It's really turning into a really cool, like, global meetup. It's going to be yeah. the biggest community event of all time. It's like a big segmented RTX. Yeah, so if you're going to a screening in your city and you've never met anyone, go out for drinks or go did, have dinner after or something. Do something with the people you're going to Maybe even with. fall in love and get married. Yeah. No, or you can just do it. No pressure. No pressure. People are asking how they should contact each other. How they should contact each other? There is a group on the Roosh Teeth website. Um, I think I posted about it. If you go to my profile, you could find it. It's uh, the Tug Group. And post in the forums, and uh, maybe we'll promote those posts. And Tug is T-U-G-G. T-U-G-G. Uh, Matthew Hunt on Twitter wanted to know, uh, is there an orchestral soundtrack for Laser Team? Yes, there is. That was one of the stretch goals that we had. Uh, Matt went out with Jeff Williams, and they directed the video game orchestra, and it's a really awesome score. Orchestral. Is that how you say it? Or is it orchestral? Orchestral. orchestral, right? Orchestral, yeah. yeah, I see orchestral. Yeah, I'm an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> there will be a soundtrack out this month. There will be a soundtrack out this month for Laser Team. Yeah. Oh, damn! I do not know that. Retweet that. Okay, let's. I think that about does it. Let me go through my list of things that we're supposed to talk about today. All right. So, if you're enjoying this episode of the Rushi Podcast on YouTube Live, uh, we actually broadcast it live every single Monday. <laughs> every Monday for our sponsors on the Rushi website. And if you want to become a sponsor, if you subscribe, you can come watch that next week. That's roosterteeth.com. We'll be on our way to Australia. Will you be here next week, Barbara? Will I will be? be. I leave on Tuesday. What about you? I'll be gone. Will you be here? I'll be here. You organize, can you organize a cast? You bet. Bernie's doing the program, and you saw it. He agreed yeah. to it. <laughs> Buckle up, He's buttercups. He's on Monday. Uh, we didn't get to talk about We didn't get to talk about some. We'll, we'll wait till some other time, because it's already kind of like an older issue, but a pretty relevant one about the Flint, Michigan water supply. We should talk about that. Do you know anything about that? No, I've not heard about that. Christ. Okay. So Are we doing a sponsored cast? What? We're doing a sponsor bit after this? Push it? Yeah, but I got to do an interview for RTX Australia for Laser Team. Um, so I got I to leave after this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they put there was something where they switched the water source to a polluted river. But the way they compensated that was f- by putting a chemical in that would like pull out all the nastiness in the water from the – I guess, is it the Flint River? I'm not sure. It's the river that Flint, Michigan was using. A, a fairly decent-sized town. But that chemical then – as the water passed through the pipes with the chemical in it, it stripped all the lead off of oh God. the interior of the pipes and then just leaded the water that everyone was drinking. Fuck. Like, they basically poisoned the population. And how long does this go on for? Uh, you can go read, you should go read about it. I mean, it's such, what's that? A year? A year? So yeah, are people dying? Yeah. But when did they discover it? Yeah, then for six months it was a problem. Holy yeah. crap. It's, it's horrifying. Suing? Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. There's Holy scores, shit! There's scores of kids. Yeah. Oh my god. And then, yeah, there's talking about there, kids that drank all this water, and now they're just like they just don't know the long term impacts of it. Well, how it's going to affect kids, but they know it's going to affect. Them I was point. reading, uh, unrelated, somewhat tangentially related to this. I was reading a uh, a study a couple days ago that talked about how there's speculation that the U.S. move away from leaded gasoline led to lower violent crimes uh, in the United States. Because I guess lead fumes, in addition to lowering people's IQs, it makes people agitated. Hmm. And just like prolonged exposure to lead uh, creates that. And I guess phasing out of leaded gasoline and no longer having those fumes in the air decreased crime. Isn't there a word that we have that like like one of the slang words for going insane comes from that? Isn't it? I want to say. I'll look it up for the next time we talk about it. But let's, we'll talk about the Flint thing next time. It's just, it's a, you should absolutely go read up on the story. I'm actually surprised it's not a bigger story. No, I've not like, heard about that at all. You just, you just assume when you, t- you know, get water out of the tap that it's fine. It's like, this is poisonous. It's poisonous water coming out of the tap. Oh, shit. We had, yeah, well, I had, we had really bad water where I grew up, too. 
Um, all right, well, let's go but ahead. But you and knew it, though, right? We talked about the dude breaking the thing. Uh, do you want to talk about the pig that attacked the guys in the Skyhook trial? Sure, why not? So, a, so they, did, well, they tested Skyhook, which was in Batman. What, Dark and Knight? Gear, and Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid Five, But like in Batman, when he goes to get the crime boss out of China, they use the Skyhook. It's a way they pick up people from a plane without landing the plane. They just hook you, yeah, and, and you, off you go. And Metal Gear is the same thing where you put a balloon on something and it goes up and then the plane comes and gets it. You should it. test that next time. Well, one of the things they tested, they tested uh, when they were testing the technology, they tested on a pig. Oh. And there was one point when the pig was, they picked it up, but it was spinning uncontrollably in the air <laughs> for a long period of time. The and then they got the pig up into so the plane so and the pig attacked everybody on the plane. It was like, fuck you they said, it, it, they said it took a little while to get its bearings and it just started attacking everyone. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're just like some dumb animal on the ground. The next thing you know, you're in the air Rocketing through the air, spinning around uncontrollably. You're in a fucking plane surrounded by people. Yes, you attack the fuck out of everyone you see. Oh, you guys. It is their fault, 100%. And they were like, it was a serious incident. Like, they were in trouble because they were in a plane and this pig was attacking what everybody. Did they have to just slit his throat or something? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Just kick it out the plane. Yeah, that's what happens when pigs fly. Thanks, man. I thought you were going to say they pulled it into the plane and it was just bacon. <laughs> no, but imagine that. it's probably like a big cargo plane. You pull up this pig, and there's like no room you can hide it. It's just basically a big room. You're there with an angry pig that's a little dizzy, and it's just like trying to fucking go at you. you. Just kick it out of the plane. <laughs> Good luck with that. You just have to spin it the other way, and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine after you spin it back. And then the other thing I want to talk about, which I had on my list, which we did a whole uh, no story ahead. about, which should be posted, was the Sony attempting to trademark Let's Play. How do you feel about that, Gaff? I think it's foolish. It's, it's a bit foolish. So. I think it was already um, denied. Yeah, right? it was contested mm-hmm. by a company called Let's Play. It's a L-E-T apostrophe Z play. Let's play. They do uh, like tournaments for video game enthusiasts. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would imagine there's a few people who could uh, contest it. There's still quite a I few. might know a couple yeah, who might, might want to contest that. The channel. Well, the crazy thing is like that's, that's – uh, I was always really surprised that Dr. Pepper has the domain name for that. Let's right. Play. It's like an outdoor get fit initiative. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper owns Let's Play.com. Yeah, so we tried Pepper. to get it many times, and there's no way we're going to get it from Dr. Pepper. You yeah. know. It's good luck, Sony. They can fight. Is Dr. Pepper owned by like Pepsi or Coke? They're just their own entity. I don't know. I think they were independent for a long time. I think they've been absorbed by a bigger company now. What's that? Snapple. Dr. Pepper Snapple. Right? Which is part of Coke, right? No? Huh? Owned by Nestle? No. <laughs> Anybody? All right. No one. Oh my, no one. Look at them. They're right for the picking. Snapple owns Snapple. You right. win. It, you listen. You win one point three billion dollars. You go out and buy a Dr Pepper Snapple. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to buy Let's Play dot com. <laughs> my one point three. So someone suggested. Were you thinking of Matt as a Hatter? I think it might be Matt. No, that was, it wasn't that was Matt Mercury though. Not. No, it was. Yeah, it wasn't Matt as a Hatter. Thanks. It was. Uh, Skate the water for something. That. I'll look it up, but it was some, and I'll, I'll post it on Twitter and then on the journal. But uh, it was something to do with like a factory where they dealt with lots of lead. I can't remember what it was. We were talking about it. So. Okay. Anyway. anyway. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. And uh, we'll see you guys next week over at RoosterTeeth.com. Goodbye, everybody. Go watch LaserTeamTheMovie.com. Love you. Tell your friends. <laughs>